0: Welcome to Fate Moon Archive, a podcast about wading through 20 years of Type moon. I'm your host, Fen. My pronouns are Fae Fair, and joining me is...
1: I'm your co-host,
0: Ben
2: Enns. My pronouns are she, they.
0: We are also joined by the king of ponies, (laughs) Emrys.
2: Hi, I'm Emrys. My pronouns are she, they...
0: Uh today we're covering the beginning of volume 3 of Fate Zero with acts 9 and 10, episodes and of the anime 12 and 13 of season 1, uh and one of one and 2 of season 2 or 12 through 15 depending on how good you are at counting. Uh but first, we have some tea to sip and some Yuri to talk about. Then it's Yuri tea to... time.
1: <laughs> why did you have to say it the most complicated way possible?
0: Well, <laughs> this is this is why I added the bit about how good you are at counting because if you can't count past 13 Ah, uh, twelve through fifteen doesn't help you.
2: Yeah, you're you're stealing the bit of total reprise with uh, the uh, Twin Peaks episodes where they listed the episodes three different ways.
0: Oh my god! Th- this is also what uh, I think they're just uh, the Idle Thumbs Twin Peaks rewatch podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh at, at the beginning of every episode, they're like, uh, why are there so many different ways to to um." categorize these it's wild to me that the pilot was not part of releases of twin peaks for a while
1: that's wild yeah wait it's... how can you skip the pilot uh, episode
0: uh the second episode starts with a and here's what happened last time oh my god <laughs> that's really funny yeah it's Isn't
1: truly like an hour and a half long yes
2: yeah <laughs> And there's an international version of the, the f pilot that is longer and has like an ending to the mystery in it and everything that
0: like yeah there is some non canon now there's some scenes in the international pilot that uh-huh. get referenced or used in the show as is huh um which is Piled. yeah, yeah, twin Peaks is a is a weird it's a weird <laughs> production uh, media
1: object, ain't it yeah okay, sure is so. How about this? Why don't we open with plain song to get it out of the way? Sounds great. Emerson, did That'll you play
2: plain song? I did. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, do you want the most uh cliched uh, het romance uh VN in the world? Because you found it.
1: <laughs> uh okay, so we'll do that, then we'll talk about the My Little Pony movies, and then we'll do the uh anime and then we'll move on. Yes. Does that sound good?
0: Yes. That sounds great. Okay. Main song. song is bad. It's part of our I'm so sorry uh,
1: coverage of the all together jam from when? When was this? Two thousand five. Two thousand five. Two thousand five all together jam. Uh, it's by it's the first work by the person who wrote My Little Bird, which we uh, lambasted last episode. Yep. And uh, I liked My Little Bird better. <laughs> yep. At uh, least, or the poor little bird. At least the poor little bird was boys' love. Theoretically.
0: Yes. Uh, Who wants
1: to describe what Plainsong uh, is about? I have notes about it, but uh, like 200 uh, words, maybe.
0: Plainsong <laughs> is about the most pathetic street musician somehow getting a hot girlfriend who's <laughs> perfect. You don't understand, Finn. She's very
1: shy and thus unattractive.
2: She's, yeah, she's she's shy and uh, has no confidence and no self-esteem.
1: Mm-hmm. But he's so kind that he thinks these are attractive qualities. Yeah, no. I was I was like, I can't believe this is actually what this visual novel is about. There's got to be a twist, right? Someone's going to die. <laughs> someone well, does die, Ben. <laughs> someone
2: dies. Yep, that's true. <laughs> Who dies? The her brother.
1: brother. Oh, right. Her brother does die.
0: Kill her, too. Kill him. This is... Okay, this is my problem, is that no one knows how to kill anime girls. Uh-huh. Uh, Anime b- uh, brothers love to die.
1: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let me give a, a brief summary of what this is about. There is a boy. He uh, plays guitar and sings poorly. Uh, at a at uh, first, it seems like he's doing a street musician thing, but actually, it turns out his uh, uncle owns a coffee shop that he lets him sing at. Yeah. So also, he's got nepotism on his side. Singing outside. <laughs> of. Sitting outside. Not. Of. Yeah. Yeah. Still, that's that's a leg up. Uh, his name is uh, Ryuji Iwamoto. Uh, yeah, and he's just like, why don't, why doesn't anyone listen to my singing? Well, someone does. Uh, a pretty girl comes and listens to every single like song I sing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she's got a crush on him. When he started like running her down, uh, yeah. like a hunting dog, I was like, oh my god, this is horrible.
2: Yeah, it's, like, it's like she anytime he tries to talk to her, she runs away at high speed, and he like chases finally, her like chaser down and grabs her in the alleyway and it's like where is this going uh-huh uh, <laughs>
0: yeah grabs her <laughs> wrist in murder alley in tsukime <laughs> um, he was just trying to yeah that is such a wild scene yeah. because it's like this is this i okay even if there was a street musician that i like liked their music uh-huh I would be if incredibly freaked out if they if they tr- tried to talk to me. Maybe I'm I'm socially awkward. Uh huh. But if they if they like walked towards
2: me, I would be like, I'm gonna leave and never come back. If they came full pelt
0: at you, it
1: sounds like he did this a couple times too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's, he she got away a couple times and then he finally caught her. That's what I believe happened.
1: Her name is Fuka Onisaki. Um, she likes his music. Uh. Her, she's got a brother who's dying in mm-hmm. the hospital and so she's depressed about that <laughs> mm-hmm. they kind of half start dating and then the brother he like visits the brother in the hospital a couple times the brother's like i'm gonna leave her to you and then he dies the next day <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, then uh yeah, then like a like agent, uh like a, a talent scout, like scouts the boy and is like, can you will you move to Tokyo and be famous? And he's like Well you get a choice, right? You get a couple choices. You can get a bad well, end, Is it, that right?
2: He writes a new song to cheer her up, and that song's so good the talent scout right. notices yes. it. It's the first like okay. good song he's written.
0: Wait, there there's a what's the first choice?
2: First choice is to spend a day with her. Right. And then if you do that you decide that you don't want to leave her because she matters to you more than, you know, and you can still pursue a singing career. You just won't do it with this guy. And that's yeah. that ending.
0: Wait, I meant... There's... there's one
1: more choice. I think it's when her brother dies. He has like, you have a choice between like, go try and cheer her up or I can't do anything or something like that. Yeah. Oh, I, did, I, I, did I, do I don't know. There I are... Do, I did not take branching paths here. There are gotta... two bad ends. There's two bad ends?
0: Um. I got yeah i think the first one is very short the second one is slightly longer it's like okay yeah he goes to tokyo and he's like oh i'm living in a small a room famous... and i like don't remember he becomes her. a famous
2: singer and doesn't have time to see her anymore yeah
0: and like and he's like oh even if we saw each other i bet that like any spark that we had is gone
2: uh-huh man what's he gonna do in
1: tokyo
0: without his mommy girlfriend to take care of him <laughs> great question it would be great <laughs> if she had any motivation aside from I want to spend my life with a boy. Yes, yes. He's like, oh, yeah, my wish is to, like, become a famous
2: singer. What's yours? Well,
1: just spend time with you. because. Yeah.
2: And she just keeps talking about how useless she is and no one cares about her except him, which is. This girl needs to work on her fucking self-esteem. Yep. <laughs> She should have kept going down the alley and run into Sachin, and things would have gotten <laughs> better.
1: Yeah, and she could punt his head down the down the street. Um. Yeah, this is bad. Uh mm-hmm. I don't really know what else to say about it. Like,
0: this has got to be the worst thing we've played, right? I'm so sorry that we're playing a follow up next time. Oh I'll yeah, follow up to
2: just this. Wait, just wait for this. that. It's a, yeah, it's, a, it's the Christmas special.
0: Yep. Of this. Oh my
1: god. And uh I thought that that We'll um, talk about that next time. <laughs> <laughs> what was the what was the other like really boring hat one that we played?
0: Uh Winter's Tale.
1: Winter's Tale. That was better than this. Yeah. It was basically the same thing. It's just a slightly better written and I don't think as long.
0: Yes. Uh I the the beginning of Plain Song feels like the way that the author's note at the end of uh the poor little bird was translated mm-hmm. uh in that it is a very like it tons of parentheticals um very like jokey uh tone uh-huh. that is like okay he does or the 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 creator um i guess i don't know um i know does like find a voice for the protagonist that isn't like uh just a very irreverent mm-hmm. kind of um yeah i started reading this and i was
1: like oh so this kid's the most annoying guy on earth Yes, huh? <laughs> and <laughs> my impression of him did not change
0: Yes, I'm so sorry to subject you. I swear that there it we sucked. we've
1: played some good. There games. are some good <laughs> ones. It's so funny, Everest, that you just got two back to back of this guy's like awful like <laughs> head <for> hand <laughs> Uh
0: okay. Do we have anything else to say?
1: They can't all be the uh, gay sci-fi one, huh?
0: No, unfortunately. Yeah,
1: what if the whole altogether jam had been gay Dojin?
0: Uh, I would cheer. Right. I would have pushed to do this way earlier if that was the case, Ben. Uh I think I will also say that like I liked Narcissus mm-hmm. a lot. uh Narcissu's like trying some stuff. There is a I think I think it is the very last game that we play is uh Het and I still really like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, will or liked it. We'll see how I feel about it I'll on the reread. Stop. Uh but
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not impossible for a Het thing to be okay, just Takes a lot more work. Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. We watched My Little Pony Equestria Girls. rainbow rocks the
1: sequel sequel movie uh i did do a lot of looking to make sure that this is not struck work i couldn't find any evidence that it is because it appears to be canadian animated and it's Canadian. so uh so yes we're we're covering this uh you want to tell us about uh my little pony equestria girls
2: sure uh so um These are kind of a spin-off series of the main My Little Pony Friendship is Magic uh, series um, that uh, cover the the stories of, like, Twilight Sparkle and her friends in uh, the world of Equestria. And this takes place after the end of Season 3, which matters because it's right after Twilight, who's kind of like the nerdy magic user one. Uh, kind of saves the day in a big way and gets uh, turned into what's called a princess which is like an immortal uh, being in their society that has like extra responsibilities and stuff and she's super unsure about this and after this happens um, that's when the story starts and it starts with uh, Twilight has a crown full of uh, magic, the magic of friendship in it and it gets stolen by uh, a pony who takes it through a portal to another world. Um, that pony, you find out, Sunset Shimmer, who was a, another um, uh, unicorn sorceress who uh, was banished to that world because she was abusing kind of her dick. power. Yeah, kind of. A <laughs> <dick>. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, since the crown's like a major source of magic and important to them defending themselves from threats. Twilight goes through the portal after her with uh, Spike the dragon. And when they cross through the portal, um, it turns out it's an isekai, and they've been transported to the human world. Uh, and in the process, have become uh, Twilight becomes a human, and Spike becomes a small dog. And Equestria Girls is their first story where they have humans in it of the my little pony series and it's the the main adventure is that her not understanding the human world getting adjusted to it finding the human equivalents to all her friends and what's going on with them and then that
1: part fucked me up the fact that there's like (laughs) duplicate human duplicates of most of the characters (laughs) Mm-hmm. I was I was like, um, "Oh yeah, of course they're all going to go to the other world and get changed and I'm like, no. No. That's like doppelgangers."
2: Yeah, there's doppelgangers. And so she uh finds out there that they're not none of them are friends with each other. Eventually figures out the the crown was taken by the principal and is being used as the crown for their their version of like homecoming. And so she goes about trying to get the crown by winning homecoming uh, while Sunset Shimmer is trying to get the crown also by winning homecoming, uh, figuring out why her friends aren't friends there, that Sunset broke them all up and kind of, you know, got to turn them all against each other uh, in an attempt to be the most popular person in the school and like tear down anyone else who she saw as a threat. Um, She gets them back together. Eventually, they get the school behind her. She... Wins homecoming despite attempts at sabotage by Sunset and her her two minions, the little jerk assholes that uh, (laughs) try and set her up as wrecking the Snips and Snails. Snips and Snails, yeah, Yeah,
1: that's it. They sound like uh, those kids from like Nightmare Before Christmas. You know, (laughs) Block,
2: Shock, and Barrel. That's it. That's those three. Uh,
1: listen, they, I watched so, that movie
2: a fair bit back in the day. Yep. So Twilight ends up winning the crown, but then Sunset is able to get it away from her, uses the crown to transform into a demon and uh try and basically hypnotize the whole uh school and is planning to use this everyone to invade and take over Equestria. Uh but Sunset is stopped when Twilight realizes that even though she doesn't have the crown, she still has the power of friendship and she and her doppelgangers of her friends who all come <laughs> together uh, use the, the power, the magic of friendship to uh, defeat her, basically. And it's, you know, it's a, the first one of Crusty Girls is what I'd say kind of a mid-movie, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. they're they're trying new stuff. They, anim- they haven't quite figured out animating humans yet. The story's kind of like a little cliched. It's kind of, almost a high school musical <laughs> in a lot of ways if you've mm-hmm. seen that mm-hmm. and uh that one's you know okay it's fun but it's not if you like ponies it's a fun one but it, it sets up rainbow rocks which to me is the the much more interesting movie now this is interesting. okay let's
1: let's talk about this one for a sec uh sure. it totally threw me for a loop where <laughs> instead of her being turned into a horse she turned into the devil <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I figured she would just turn into a horse because she's a horse. <laughs> but no.
0: <laughs> I'm the fool here. Um the okay. Uh it is so funny to me that uh uh Twilight and her friends exist in all possible universes, I guess. Yes. <laughs>
1: That is very funny. Yeah, um, I have no My Little Pony background. I totally missed this train. I did, I've did. watched some, like, uh, American kids' cartoons, you know what I mean? But I was more on, like, I don't know, Adventure Time Steven Universe tr- like train than, like, My Little mm-hmm. Pony train, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So I, I didn't have any context for how any of this works, aside from, like, little details about My Little Pony that I've picked up over the years, which is basically nothing. I will say... Uh, uh, it made this did this one did make me laugh a few times. I will give it that they got a lot of mileage out of uh, Twilight uh, acting like a horse <laughs> in the library yeah. and shit like that. Yeah,
2: that that's that was kind of fun funny. Of that,
1: um, but uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know that I got a got a ton out of it, but I did. Uh, it was entertaining at least.
0: I have a little bit more experience with uh, My Little Pony. I mm-hmm. watched i think i watched uh i started this movie mm-hmm. at the very least uh and watched all of the show that was before it um that's a lot it, that's not a little more experience that's a lot more experience. okay when it was coming out so you know <laughs> 13 or 14 years ago of course um so i've forgotten a lot of that that's mm-hmm. uh that is a significant portion of my life but it was it was
1: yeah i didn't um, expect the singing either if i'm being totally honest i had never picked up that my little
0: pony was a musical oh yeah yeah yes yeah, yeah. um what which, which is all to say that like oh yes i basically remember these characters and very little else mm-hmm. um uh yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: so okay. yeah i actually got into pon- my little ponies more recently like in the last like five years i have Mm-hmm. two kids that are younger that came across it on netflix mm-hmm. and started watching it and you know ended up watching it with them a lot so um and then i have a friend uh uh emily who was like if you're watching it you need to make sure you watch the equestria girls movies that come out like and this is when they occur in the mm-hmm. story and so we watched those and you know i just had a a lot of fun watching them with my kids and and mm-hmm. you know with
1: a... yeah that'll definitely do it having kids like oh yeah you're you're gonna watch a lot of this shit <laughs> you know what i mean oh no, yeah i don't mean shit in a, like yeah. negative way i mean no like, i stuff. mean uh I've... but yeah you end up i had a lot of uh kids younger than me around when i was uh like growing up and in college and stuff like that so i saw a lot of like kids cartoons during that time period you know what mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. uh so yeah yeah you end up watching a lot of it and like liking some of that stuff because like you know it's cute
0: it's well made yeah. for a kid's cartoon yeah exactly yeah exactly and yeah uh twilight on all fours picking up books with her mouth is really funny, <laughs> funny. yeah yeah um, um this is also true of every time she
2: tries to write with a pen in her mouth that was pretty funny <laughs> too yes yeah they they, get, they do that bit, and they keep doing the thing where she forgets that you know, in, in this world, she doesn't have her power, so she can't just use telekinesis to open doors or pick things uh-huh. up. And, mm-hmm. and that's a constant, ongoing thing as well. This,
0: this did remind me of just how wild it is that ponies live in a world where, like, a third of them can use magic and oh. so effectively have hands. Mm-hmm. And two-thirds of them do not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's rough, buddy. <laughs> it's like yeah if you're i think that i i yeah if you're an earth pony which is to say you don't have wings and you don't have a horn so you don't have magic you gotta be looking at the other two being like why am i stuck like this Mm. i can't fly and i can't use magic Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) yeah that'd be a real bummer to live in magic in to be in magic land and have no magic powers always a bummer gotta say
0: Uh, also yes the beginning of this reminded me uh that yes even more so when you become a princess you i I don't know if you have to be a unicorn already Mm -hmm. but you get wings yeah uh and so you have both flying and magic Uh which is just the best of all worlds uh
1: wait one sec what was i last thought about this Right. It's fucked up that she, uh, that Twilight gets a crush on some boy at the school and then goes home and, and is like, oh, I can transfer all that feeling onto his <laughs> doppelganger in my world, who is a horse." Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That's weird. <laughs> There's something implacably weird about that. Yeah. She just, like, effortlessly transfers those feelings back and forth between these two
2: guys. <laughs> Yep, and it's not like they have shared memories between. Yes, them. this They're is the
1: wildest part. <laughs> They're completely different people. They just happen to act similarly. Um. Uh, also, also, the fact that all the
2: humans have the same names. Yep. <laughs> and they all have in the same. Instead of the the marks that of their talent that the the ponies have, they all just picked out those as something to wear on their clothes yes. in that world. Uh
0: huh. I do like the the DJ. She's not a pony in this, but oh yeah, a, oh the uh, one with the human. headphones,
1: yeah, uh, like, yeah, uh-huh. vinyl yeah, the mad scientist yeah. looking one. Yes.
2: What's her name? Uh, her real name in the show is DJ Pone Three, P O N number three, uh, but the the she's called everywhere else Vinyl Scratch. It's a very funny name. Um,
1: okay, okay. Tell us about Rainbow Rocks.
2: All right. So Rainbow Rocks, I really like this movie. Okay. Um, which is why I picked these two movies as I wanted to talk about this one. So this one does the interesting thing of at the end of the last movie, Sunset Shimmer's defeated and says she's, you know, made a mistake. She's wants to, you know, turn over a new leaf. She's seen and, the error of her ways, et cetera, Yeah, et exactly. And so this one picks up like literally at the exact moment the other one ends it starts with these three uh other exiles from Equestria called the Sirens at a coffee shop um and they see like the battle in the distance uh between the two and these three are tra- also trapped there they have a little bit of their their magic left which they use to kind of feed they feed on negative emotions and their small amount of magic they have left they can make people more irritable and kind of fight with each other a little bit. And that seeing this other much more powerful magic, they're interested in, you know, getting their old powers back by tapping into this magic. And the thing I like about this movie, though, is that it starts off with, you know, Sunset says she's turning over a new leaf. She wants to be better. But, you know, she just did some real shitty s- stuff. I got to say,
1: the other students in the school, there's like a bit in this movie where it's like, oh, everyone's kind of mean to her because of what she did, even though she's turned over a new leaf. And I got to say, these people have a lot of patience for the girl who turned into the devil
2: and enslaved them (laughs) briefly. Yeah. So that's the thing is like everybody kind of nobody really trusts her outside of the 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 friends of Twilight. Twilight's gone back home at the beginning. And so she's like trying to help people. but Everybody's like, you know, why would we want you to help us with this? Go away. You know and constantly reminding her that you know you did this terrible thing and you know we kind of still hold it against you <laughs> and so the move the sirens come to their school to investigate the magic they um start there was going to be a school music festival they turn it into uh, they convince the the principals to turn it into a battle of the bands to create you know more conflict between the students and feed off that energy to get stronger while they Figure out where, where their magic is coming that they want is coming from, um, and the so the the only people not affected are the the main uh, characters and Sunset because the magic they have is kind of insulating them from it.
1: Um, right, they kind of they're they, when they play music, they kind of grow horse ears and
2: whatnot. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they they gain some of their powers back when they're playing music if they get you know if they get really into the music. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so they write, they uh find a way to contact Twilight back home. She comes back to help them, and then the two main plots are you know, Sunset feeling like you know she needs to stay in the background, not you know, and make up for what she's done, but isn't really part of any group there, and then Twilight being like kind of lost in this other world where her magic doesn't work normally, trying to figure out how to deal with a, a situation that she doesn't understand
3: mm-hmm.
2: and eventually um they uh the battle of the bands happens um they get through cuz they're one of the better bands to the finals where they're competing against a different band um that but um they get trapped in the uh i think it's like the basement under the stage by yeah. the the sirens. It's and so
1: funny that there's a huge lever that drops the floor out of you, the stomach yeah.
2: into a locked room.
1: Listen bro. And then
2: and then also throughout the movie there's been like friction between the characters. It's like, you know, Rarity wants to write songs, but no one le- really pays attention to her songs and it kind of ignores her and not Rarity, sorry. Fluttershy wants to do that. Rarity wants to make costumes and and you know is more interested in the visual presentation of the band than the actual music. Um, Pinkie Pie wants to just have fun. Uh, Rainbow Dash wants to be the lead singer and tell everybody what to do because she's bossy and most the most into music. And so all that stuff is kind of bubbling in the background and scenes. And eventually when they're all trapped on there, they, it all comes to a head. They all start fighting with each other. Um, and that, gives the sirens a chance to kind of start to tap into their power as they fight and uh sunset shimmers there and finally speaks up and gets people to realize they're you know you know they need they they're causing the the issue by fighting with each other instead of working together and so they they resolved that you know they do they're all friends they do care about each other they should listen to each other more and and consider other people's stuff. But they're still trapped down there where they're rescued then by DJ, who wasn't affected because she's been wearing her headphones and listening to Dubstep the entire movie. This <laughs> is funny. This is also a, funny a good bit. And if you look closely in the prior scenes when uh like the the song Battle of the Bands in the Cafeteria, they show that uh whenever they show DJ in the background, she's dancing to a different beat than everyone else and has her headphones mm-hmm. on. That's good. That's good. <laughs> it's a good little detail that I didn't notice the first time I watched it, but since my my kids watched it seven times now, I've, I've noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> Only seven. Wow. Well, no, no, uh, probably more honestly, but seven sounds reasonable. Mm-hmm. And so they get out. Um, they uh, DJ has a car that turns into its own stage, apparently, um, conveniently, and they have a, a sing off against the sirens and the. Their band, their music isn't quite working well enough, and uh, they're about to lose, and then Sunset joins in and saves the day, is the, the, the finale kind of of the, the show. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just really like the show because it takes the premise of, you know, you did something terrible and screwed up, and you say you want to do better, and in a lot of shows, you know, if this was Dragon Ball and it was Vegeta, he'd just be part of the crew next episode (laughs) and everyone forget that he killed an entire village of people in blue of a city you know whereas this one they they kind of still everybody kind of holds it against her she um you know does honestly feel bad about it and it's kind of like making her more subdued than she normally would be and it also deals with all the you know the the things going on between the friends that end up leading to them fighting and everything and I just think it's a fun show. The songs are are fun. I really like the mm-hmm. the the story, and uh, you know, it was a kind of a big deal for me at the time because uh, it was one of the things that first helped me uh, with kind of figuring out that you know it's good okay that I can and like uh, you know media for girls mm. and not you know. And so that was a big part of why I like it, too, is, you know, that, you know, coming to that conclusion that, you know, this is something I enjoy and maybe it's not the most amazing story ever, but I really like it. I connect with it and, you know, feel something from it that, you know, I've been kind of always ignoring because it was something Mm -hmm. I was told I wasn't supposed to like. Mm
1: -hmm. No, I totally get you. As soon as I started figuring out I was trans, I like watched uh, basically all of Sailor Moon, just straight, because <laughs> I had always <laughs> wanted to. <laughs> so I totally get you. Yeah, yeah. when I was a uh, like in a teen, I did have like a uh, uh, phase of watching a bunch of embarrassing uh, uh, American magical girl type shows <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. that were on at various times. Mm-hmm. So I totally get you. Um, hmm. Okay, the second movie. I don't like the sirens. I don't find them compelling at all. Mm-hmm. I I think Sunset was a much better villain.
2: I can understand
1: that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she's like still, she's a, still around, you know what I mean? But sirens mm-hmm. are just like, they're very boring. There was a very funny bit where they showed up and Fen was like, vampires. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> they're sirens. They're energy vampires. <laughs> kind but of. yes, they are sirens. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I assumed they like said the sirens and I looked over at Fen. <laughs> also very funny that they're uh in in the uh in equestria they are seahorses
0: yes yep. that is a funny bit Ah, uh, okay Ben, you're you're omitting. Well, admittedly they do have vampire fangs in their seahorse form so you're omitting the funniest part of this movie which is that it closely or i guess uh hit anime from last season uh of bandori or bang dream it's my go it is kind of a is, my go. <laughs> is just this plot <laughs> but like obviously yeah is way more dramatic and and uh-huh. and yet grounded because there's no magic in that world yes, it's just yes, yes. Uh, but yes but... there was like when the when the band was like breaking up i was like wow my God. <laughs> um... some other anime that it also reminded pre maybe i don't know i don't know if um... i'm watching as much pre as you Um there was something else that was i was like oh yeah i i i feel like i'm being uncharitable to this movie because i can't stop comparing it to other stuff that i've watched recently i think i think they didn't
1: need twilight in the movie at all i think that it could have just been about i think sunset could have just been the main character of this personally yes.
0: i think yeah, that's fair you need you need twilight for the scene where the two of them are up at like midnight and in twilight's the, in the kitchen. trying really hard and sunset's like yeah, it really sucks having people like expect things of you, huh? Uh-huh. Anyway, I'm gonna like keep doing that to you. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's a good scene. Um.
1: Also, they you need to have Twilight around so that the inexplicable sequel hook makes
0: sense <laughs> at the end. Well, in the uh. in the first movie, they mentioned like, "Oh, Twilight, do you have like a twin a in twin? town or yeah. something?" And she's like, "Ha yeah." That uh-huh um and, I, and then it just doesn't get uh mentioned again until the end of the second movie where it's like is there a third movie they made a third movie? there's a
2: third and fourth movie wow they made four of them all right and then they made a couple of show length epi- like 20 minute episodes and a bunch of youtube shorts short episodes too I as well
1: Are they still making my little pony stuff or is that
2: gone there's a new generation of it that's supposedly like a Thousand Years in the Future from the Friendship is Magic time. That's very... Wow. Um,
1: a Thousand Years
0: is a long time.
1: Thousand Years is a long time. We'll talk about yeah. how long a Thousand Years can be uh, when we're talking about seasonal anime,
0: too.
1: Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, aside from the fact that I didn't find the villains as compelling, it's all still an enjoyable movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some good jokes, still. Yeah. Um. Yeah i didn't have a bad time i was kind of worried you know because i had never watched any my little pony stuff so i was like uh i hope i don't like hate this because that's gonna feel awkward you know what i mean
2: yeah i was nervous about how you guys would uh feel about the show but hey listen
1: we were kinder <laughs> to this than we were to x-men so we are coming up <laughs> on top yeah I had, a, I had a perfectly pleasant time all right oh wait i i also uh very the the visual cue for people's like life force being sucked out of them by the sirens being a green stink that they emit when they're upset is very funny but (laughs) this is the most important question of all who's everyone's favorite pony (laughs) character it can be a person too
2: i guess yeah i mean mine's probably sunset shimmer honestly i gotta go with
1: you on this one i think it's sunset yeah sunset sweep Uh (laughs) uh-huh
2: Well, she's the, going forward, she's the, like the main character of the the sh- further movies and shows they have, basically. And that makes, yeah, a, lot that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Interesting voice acting thing, the voice actress who plays her mm-hmm. originally was on the show because the voice actress who plays Twilight Sparkle can't sing, and they hired mm-hmm. this voice actress to be the, do all the song voice of Twilight Sparkle in the main show. Hmm. And she does the she does the intro song, and like there's you know musical numbers in a lot of the episodes. So any musical number, it's the Sunset Shimmer voice actress performing a Twilight Sparkles role.
1: That's the uh, Twilight's <laughs> actress is Tara Strong, right? That's correct. I was like googling the the voice cast to make sure they weren't union, and I found uh Tara Strong uh spreading a bunch of pro Israel like anti Palestine like propaganda uh all over her twitter account i was like oh my god i can't not mention this
0: (laughs) i think if you're listening to this you probably agree with us but if you are wholeheart if you are listening to this and wholeheartedly support israel you can stop i would suggest (laughs) that you look up like literally anything like
1: Uh, like it feels weird to be recording a podcast about any of this stuff while like one of the probably the most horrible like uh act of inhumanity uh in my lifetime is being committed to the palestinians uh and we yeah, just have just... to kind of deal with that
2: yeah <laughs> um and our government's just sitting there saying oh, we oh yeah it's totally we fine go ahead this. they're doing the right thing sure yeah. it's fucked up
1: i can't it is so it's so up. far beyond my comprehension um yeah okay um (laughs) anyway Anyway, uh, to leave uh, (laughs) my little pony off on but that was literally my experience was finishing watching these movies and looking her up and being like oh my god
0: yeah yeah um i don't know maybe you're listening to this in two weeks and things have wildly changed but given the last 70 years <laughs> i doubt that's gonna happen 60
1: uh-huh 50? Yeah, yeah wait
0: no it is yeah it's like no
1: it's, it's palestine's 70, gonna get, like magic years? powers and oppress israel or whatever yeah that's gonna happen
0: um um okay so yeah <laughs> anyway anyway uh Let's move on, let's move on to what we're watching this fall mm-hmm. in anime, which definitely matters <laughs> at all <laughs> um <sighs> okay we're watching we're podcasting too many things <laughs> this season,
1: okay, this is all your fault. um
0: okay, to be fair, it is a packed season.
1: I assume you haven't watched any of this Mamorous, right. I'm-
2: no, and uh, I don't watch seasonal anime, so
1: yeah, I kind of figured. Yeah. We'll try not to spend too long on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially because we've only seen like an it. episode
0: or two of most of these. Yes. Fen, what order do you want to do this in? Um, let's. You want to cover your uh, your your personal uh projects first. I'll cover my personal projects at the end. Okay. Okay. Um, Freyrin. Okay, we'll start at the. Well, yeah, it's probably the just, top of the season. Let's just no, go. Maybe let's just go in order that we have. Freyran, I think sixteen best sensation. Uh, but beyond journey's end is that the subject? Yeah, I think so. Um, an elf. Uh, 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 is it saves the world with an adventuring party of oh, most two humans and a dwarf. Uh huh. Uh, and then. Uh the adventuring party gets old and dies and the elf does not mm-hmm. and she retraces her steps. The humans die. She's the humans good. die. The dwarf is still alive. But he's old. Yeah. Um and she retraces her steps with a new party. Uh, yeah. like um to... Yeah, kind of like realizes once the
1: once the uh humans start dying that she's like missed an opportunity cuz she like went adventuring and really never saw them again until mm-hmm. they were already like on their last legs and She's kind of like uh I wish I understood people better and so yeah. she's trying to like connect with this like uh apprentice that she's taken on this kid she's taken on at one of her friends' uh, requests, you know what I mean? Yeah. She she's like going through her memories of this adventure as she tries to reach uh the the first chunk of episodes all come together and set up what the journey is. She's trying to go to the castle of the demon lord where they saved the world and past that is heaven <laughs> apparently. Yeah. And so that she can say a proper goodbye
0: to her uh, or, friend who yeah, died. Is heaven is Valhalla? Yeah, is yeah a place where you can talk to the a dead. place where the soul rests? Yeah, um, it it's a it real looks, tear jerk. It looks really good. Uh I think it also calms <laughs> down on the tear jerking after the first like three episodes. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. but yeah, I'm it's having still
1: a, there. But I'm having once nice the time. once the two guys die, uh it like lightens up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, pretty good time we'll see how it plays out we've seen a a bunch of this at this point uh the apprentice girl that she's taken on is is Mato Sakura (laughs) she's this little like long purple haired girl with a red ribbon when she's introduced it's so funny (laughs) and her parents are dead she's learning magic Uh uh-huh it's really funny
0: Arknight's Perish and Frost uh probably don't watch this
1: unless you're a real like deep in Arknight's head
0: I I know someone who watched the first episode. Uh I think that he watched the first season and was like, is it was it this confusing in the game? Uh which is like, I didn't have any trouble, but I did wa- I did read the game. So yeah. uh it also the first episode covers like most of chapter four. Yeah, too much. Uh which yeah. It's... you could skip this. I hope it's good. I like Frost Nova a whole lot. I do like Frost Funny. Nova a lot. Uh, Wada Oshi. I'm in love with the villainous? Is that what it's... Probably. Um. This is another, like, mid-Yuri
1: adaptation. This uh, is the girl Yuri is or my job
0: of the season. Office Lady gets isekai'd into the Otome game that she's playing. Cowardly uh, that they don't show her die. <laughs> yes. Uh, it does feel like she just, like, falls Has asleep. a heart
1: attack while playing a game. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, gets Izak guide into the Otome game she's playing, and her favorite character is the villainess, and so she throws herself at the villainess yeah. repeatedly. Sh- uh, uh, shenanigans ensue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I've read the manga.
1: I feel like I'm just gonna start reading the light novel. Uh, this is. I don't know that I got a lot out of what I've read of it. Um, it does get like, baby's
0: first political <laughs> pretty soon which is funny this is the thing that i've heard uh, as uh either uh like positive or negative depending on who you are and how you feel yeah some people are probably like
1: wow it gets really like progressive and political and other people are like they finally have like wow finally an anime that considers that maybe nobility is bad Uh (laughs) uh-huh
0: um (laughs) they look in french revolution politics it yeah. But, yeah, I would recommend the light novels over yeah <laughs> the anime uh although the second episode was fine, second episode was fine b a is good it does if the good. animation is often not sixteen bit sensation, another layer this is a fun one uh, this is hmm, this might be the the um I say another layer because uh the manga is sixteen bit sensation um which is about a development in the 90s mm-hmm. uh the another layer uh alludes to the fact that the protagonist is a time traveler from 2023 yeah um and she loves bishojo games like okay uh pc uh, 9 is it a pc 98 or is they, it they start on pc 9 they start on
1: yeah. pc 98 um and yeah she gets she she oh. she works in what uh, the hollowed out remains of the Bishojo game like uh, industry making uh like what was the game that they were working Oh on? god like uh, It's like Milf Hypnosis Hair yes. Salon.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but she wants to make like she wants to make like Fate Stay Night is what she wants to make. Yeah. She wants to make yeah. something like that. She
0: wants to make a like a soaring epic 70, that is also, 70 70 uh, plus game. hour epic that is uh gets rave reviews and has tons of cgs and it's like yeah uh from an era when yes a a type of game that in the real world and in the show is no longer really possible
1: gotchas ate their lunch yes pretty much is is the the what this uh a big
0: part of what the beginning of the show is about uh the manga was uh at least partially written by two leaf developers Mm -hmm. um the the veterans (laughs) yeah um the studio in the first two episodes alcohol soft is a play on or yeah cocktail soft is the uh-huh. real developer <laughs> that uh these two women worked for uh it is extremely a love letter to Bishojo games yeah uh and and the creation thereof yeah um yeah yeah the we've seen one episode two two episodes
1: the second episode is uh mostly about like uh drawing using a mouse and like uh the concept of uh using dithering to uh make a limited palette look good
0: yeah <laughs> it's, uh, fun. it's yeah it's 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 yeah i'm having a great time uh even as someone who yes i don't read i have not read nearly as much a as a lot of mm-hmm. people i'm i'm around in online spaces but mm-hmm. still having a great time Hikikomari, what's the full name of this? Uh, You can skip this one. The Vexations of a Shut-In Vampire Princess is the English title. Um, How much do you like jokes about girls sexually assaulting other girls? Um, There's like three good jokes in the... um first episode that we
1: watched but yeah it's a it's about a a vampire who's like part of a vampire like empire that's doing like war games with a bunch of other countries because they're all immortals and they just kill each other constantly for fun uh and she's like a miserable pathetic girl who uh ends up talking big and gets stuck being a general (laughs) yeah for the problem sector of the army Uh uh-huh um yeah it's not very good her I, maid is like occasionally funny, but usually not funny. Yeah. I had a perfectly fine uh uh
0: If we drop I'm, something, this is probably this or Wadaoshir is probably gonna this be. This and Wada Oshir on the cutting room floor. Um Hoshikuzu telepath. Uh uh It's cute extremely, There's not much else going on. <laughs> extremely autistic girl, uh thinks that maybe she could talk to aliens, because humans sure don't understand her. Uh huh. And then an alien shows up at her school. <laughs> <laughs> um and and the alien has uh forehead telepathy mm-hmm. where if she puts her forehead against someone else's forehead then so it looks like
1: they're going in for a kiss constantly. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Uh yeah, cute.
1: It's it's much prettier than a lot of the stuff that we we've mentioned so far. So if you just want to see girls being cute, totally watch it. Uh, uh I've read ahead in the manga. I don't think it's going to go anywhere that's going to blow your mind.
0: Yeah. Uh, but I, uh, the main character, what? both of the main characters, uh, get really great expression work done with them. <sighs> Otona. Otona, right, sorry. Otona Precure, I think like in full bloom or something. Is the the English title? Let's see. I've Power of Hope Precure Full Bloom. I saw uh, you watch like a little bit of this, and I immediately clocked it as cowardly. Ah, uh, yes, this is cowardly. Uh but okay, so this is a sequel to Precure Splash Star, which is the second season, and yes, five. Um. Which is, let's see, uh, yeah, Yes5 Go Go, which is. Um, too many the pretty th- cures. Third season, I think. No, fourth, maybe. Yeah. Third and fourth, I think, are the S yes 5 Go Go team. Um, and it's about Precures who have all grown up. Uh, and the first episode is like, it is for fans, for people who watched Precure when it was airing and uh are now adults Mm -hmm. and the first episode is so much darker than i could have ever expected from Precure. even even knowing that it is for adults remember you can't talk about this too long fan i won't i'm so sorry uh it yeah the first episode in particular is like wow we're not like magical girls anymore we can't just like solve problems sometimes even as hard as we try we just can't solve stuff like Mm -hmm. the world moves on without us um it is cowardly they do turn back into teenagers before transforming uh huge missed opportunity to like give them
1: adult versions of their magical girl outfits yes you know what i mean uh why wouldn't they do that i don't understand I know I, it's at least partially so they can recycle the animations.
0: <laughs> yes, this is uh pretty cheap. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I'm having a great time so far. Uh Musume Pretty Derby season three. Yeah, season three. The horses are back. And they're we around. Might have a contender for worst protagonist of the Pretty Derby series wow. so far. Um the the main girl has very little going on and most of what she had going on has kind of been resolved in episode two so uh yeah Kitasan black um we'll see uh i would say when i finished season two i was very hard on it having watched the first two episodes of season three you should go watch season one because special week is a joy mm-hmm. and then uh if you like that season two has some really incredible arcs uh i don't i still think it doesn't like cohere together so well Mm -hmm. but uh there are some really great arcs in Mm -hmm. them shy uh superheroes exist there's one per country wars don't exist anymore uh, because superheroes save people i guess um there's something weird going on the first episode of this is like pretty well animated and then the second episode is less well animated but has some uh some really great like dealing with grief and trauma stuff Mm. um i will keep watching this because i've heard it's gay uh but if i drop something on my own it might be this because i've heard that the manga gets just kind of boring and also i don't have any like a priori interest in superheroes yeah um so especially if it just becomes like superheroes versus uh evil people then super i would
1: villains so.
0: yeah super villains there we go uh <laughs> there's a there's a some great shots of like a boy in the second episode with uh the like tines of an umbrella mm-hmm. uh that he's just holding um uh that yeah just some like great looking stuff and like mm-hmm. the way he talks and yeah yeah it's i would i don't know try it or not depending on your preference uh, uh, five sentence for plastic memories okay i have also started plastic memories uh i i'm bringing it up here because i'll probably go over it in our like seasonal wrap-up despite the fact that it's not a new show no. um plastic memories is about a world where androids exist and one company on earth has figured out how to imbue them with artificial souls. One sentence. Uh, Let's see. Our protagonist... What is his name? Uh, Tsukasa is a new hire of the Reclamation... What are they called? Uh, Terminal Services. He's a new hire of Terminal Services whose job is to go and reclaim androids that are nearing the end of their life parentheses androids have it's like eight years seven months something hours uh uh before they start to break down close parentheses period (laughs) um two sentences let's see uh he shows up and there is not or uh strike through all of that uh, Sentences, <laughs> Three sentences uh, left man um he arrives and finds out that all terminal services groups are composed of one human and one giftia uh right. there uh and there is not a giftia to pair him with, so the boss um uh pairs him with. Ela, Ela, Isla Isla um who was doing this job until recently and for unknown reasons has stopped <laughs> um let's see do I have one more sentence yes uh one. the first episode is really excellent they go and rip a uh uh they go and rip a um like let's say 12 year old child away from her grandma because she's nearing the end of her her uh life and it's 12 year old child is nearing the end of her life because she's the android yes yes yes. um and it is very touching and good speaking of tear-jerking show oh yes you're here for the like from minute one it's like hey uh androids don't get to live forever their artificial souls like break down or something that's weird um and yeah the the first episode of the show is like you could watch that and be satisfied if if uh or you'll you'll watch that and and cry and be like yeah i do want to watch more of this um I've watched Why would you five, build them like that? I've watched five episodes, I think, and uh I don't think anything has quite hit the high of episode one. Mm-hmm. Uh in in terms of just being a like very good self-contained story. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm having a great time.
1: Yeah. Alright, that's enough of that.
0: Hmm. Is that everything? I think that's everything. Guys. That's and the last we're
2: one. Done.
1: That's uh So that's what last. do you think
2: the twist is for plastic memories?
0: Uh I don't know that there is a twist so much as, like, uh... uh okay, okay, wait, let me
1: guess. The souls are, r- like, reclaimed human souls. Oh, right. I guess that could be the twist. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, mm
4: mm-hmm.
1: uh, like, uh, like how in uh Kiketsu Toya, they say you make a familiar by capturing bits of souls and, like, making a soul.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did forget to say that, uh, the, the main girl is Rey, and there's also an Asuka.
1: <laughs> that is very funny. Uh,
0: there's it is... many such cases of that, though. <laughs> yes, yes. It happens all the time. It's just hilarious how much, uh, Michiru is just, like, Asuka both in, in looks and also in attitude. <laughs> Okay. There's even a Kaji for her not to suck up to, but Kaji oh, still sucks.
1: Old. Is that the guy who's voiced by the giraffe from *Review Starlight*?
0: Right. Yes. <laughs> I oh, I clock that guy's voice every time I hear him now. <laughs> Tsuda Ken, Kenjiro. Uh-huh. Um. And yeah, I I hadn't I hadn't been listening for that, and then Ben pointed it out, and I was like. I can't unhear it! I can't unhear
1: it! <laughs> He's in the Tsukihime remake, too. The second that guy opened his mouth, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> that's a giraffe. <laughs> <sighs> uh, okay. That's it for your E.T. time. However, I did realize partway through your E.T. time that we've been missing something. Emerus, I do believe you did bring us an image song for you, yes?
2: Oh, yes, I did. Um, So, my image song is uh red rain by peter gabriel
1: mm. i'm gonna l- listen to this tell us a little bit about this song
2: uh it's just uh i don't know it's very evocative and i, I really like the imagery of it um it's that's the big thing and you just I vibe kind of going with it. through yeah yeah there's going through a couple different songs. And this one's the one I just kind of vibe with the most of the ones I was thinking about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like the, since we don't have a lot of new guests, our image song segment has kind of died off. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I barely remember that we do it anymore, even though it's a really did, fun idea. Wait, did we
0: forget to ask Peregrine?
1: Oh, image songs is post yeah Peregrine's first appearance, so I didn't even think about it. Yeah, no, we definitely didn't. I don't know if we'll do it going forward, but it's always a fun bit. Yeah, yeah. For the maximum effect, you should be, listener, you should also be playing Red Rain under this part of the conversation.
0: I realized that I can't because it would mess with the backup recording. Ooh. Um, But... (laughs) That would be very funny.
1: I'm listening to it. I'm kind of grooving now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. I think... That we should move on to uh the meat of the episode. Yeah. And end your AT time. <laughs> Fate Zero,
0: is Volume here. 3. I'm... Should we talk about... Okay, two things. Okay. First of all, how long did that go? Uh, like an hour, hour ten. Not bad.
2: Yeah, hour, Two, do we,
1: need, do we need to take a break? Emerson, hey, you need to take a break? I'm good right now. I'm good. All right, I'm ready to keep going too. Now, okay. Ben, what was your question? Fate Zero. Uh... Hopefully no one can hear my cat screaming in the next room. Wait, can I tell a cat anecdote really quick?
2: Yes. Sure.
1: My uh, beautiful baby boy, Eden, he's a little black cat. He's a nasty, nasty boy. He doesn't like to be taken out of the apartment. He starts a a guttural scream like someone is strangling him to death whenever he's outside of the uh, bounds of our apartment. Mm -hmm. However, lately, he's taken to sprinting out the door, getting about five feet away from the door, falling over and screaming, (laughs) and then fighting anyone who tries to bring him back into the apartment it's really funny
0: dumb as bricks
1: (laughs) so i don't know what his game is here i don't know what his end goal is he did that today uh i just heard heather uh fighting him in the hallway while he like moaned and groaned and screamed (laughs) and she's like (laughs) you did this (laughs) that's my cat story ben
0: continue with what you were uh ben and i watched with the blu-rays came basically cl sensei's lessons uh, now or tiger Dojo really because that could trick you into thinking they might be good (laughs) (laughs) don't be fooled (laughs) Uh listener um they're not good we watched the first three there's not much to say unless like it okay the setup for these is that instead of uh Ilya and taiga With Taiga being the older and wiser one. Uh huh. It's Irisville and uh, amnesiac Taiga for some reason. Yeah, she's baby Taiga, but for some reason there's like
1: a side plot about her having lost her memories. Uh, I didn't clock her as Taiga at first because she's she's wearing a different outfit because she's a kid. And two, her hair is
0: slightly less, uh, is a slightly different color, I feel like. Um, I immediately clocked her as because I was like, oh, this is what we're doing, is, uh-huh. uh, Eerie is the older one, older and wiser one, and Taiga's the young uh-huh. apprentice.
1: They were like, it popped up, and it was like, we're gonna explain the Holy Grail War. And I was like, buddy, I've, vi- I've gotten this explained <laughs> to me, and I checked out and, uh, argued with the f- with
0: Peregrine about Arknight <laughs> in, our uh, arc- server instead. <laughs> um... So yeah i don't even remember what the second i looked was at Taiga and i was
1: like oh her design her design here is cute she's got like a little windbreaker on it's nice that uh unlike Ilya, she's not wearing like the bloomer like uh super s- tight panties and then it like zoomed out slightly <laughs> revealing that she's wearing bloomers <laughs> under under her jacket and i was like oh uh, yeah okay i guess it is just like that huh
0: yep uh the second yeah i don't remember what the second one's about it's another like explainer of a basic concept that we already know
1: it's really funny Um, that to like the Fade zero by volume is like mostly people talking about the stuff that's happening and explaining things to you and mm -hmm. yet somehow they've managed to not explain basic concepts of how this world works (laughs) yep uh
0: you need to like buy the blu-ray blu rays to get that explanation i guess and then the third one is i think the template for going forward yeah it's a gag Uh about the 100 persona hassan yeah yeah they chat with 100 personas
1: specifically the one who dies in episode two and he's like lamenting his like lot in life
0: Uh uh-huh and then he gets absorbed by soccer
1: that's the grail you know I guess, yeah. The Grail's still fucked up, even pre Sakura. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, I guess. It's Angra Manu. Yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. loves Zangramanu. That's time. our boy.
0: If that was Zangramanu, then he would have been way better at combat. <laughs> um. Yeah, these aren't very these aren't very good.
1: Do you remember how much we loved the like K and uh, K pre movie? Turn off your cell phone, like skits. Mm-hmm. those were great. those are so good uh these are not good they're like way too long and uh they're very boring but it is very funny that taiga and Erie Il- Il- uh, have uh better chemistry than any pairing in the show <laughs>
0: yeah with the exception of maybe rider waver rider waver is the one uh exception it's wild how much uh these two in this like they're 10 minute bits how much they have developed better chemistry in half an hour than any pair has in like 13, Uh 15, 15 episodes. We've watched 15 episodes of this. Yeah.
1: Act nine. Emerus, tell me what's your thoughts on fate zero so far? You're, Uh, you're one of Tsukihime's strongest soldiers with me, right?
2: Yeah. Um, so shout outs, by the way, thank you. Um, Originally, I read Fate Zero before uh, Hollow Ataraxia, and I was like, kind of mm-hmm. mid on it. There were some parts I liked, the Waver parts were good, uh, mm-hmm. some of the Alexander parts were good, and let me say, going back and rereading it and watching the anime, it has fallen considerably in mm-hmm. my uh, <laughs> memory of it, to the point where I'm like, just as an experiment, I went and booted up Kagetsu Toya and did a few days in that, and was like, this <laughs> is way better than <laughs> You truly are oh. my strongest warrior.
1: <laughs> oh, like, God. I would be I was, reading okay. this right now. You know, I might rather go back and read
0: Kiketsu Toya mm-hmm. than this. Uh, I was a little worried, Emris, because you messaged me. Uh, when we were, I think, in, when we were still in Holodraxia Minds, being like, hey, can mm-hmm. I guest on, um, or maybe it was before Holodraxia, hey, can I guest on Volume 3 of Fate Zero? And I was like, yeah, sure, like, we're getting there soon, I'll mm-hmm. add you in. Uh, and then we got here, uh, and I was like, oh no, Are, is Emerus going to come on and be, like, super positive about this? Be Are we going to, like, come-
2: Well, funny thing, I actually meant Volume 4, and I said, <laughs> i it in just one, so, because there was something in volume four that I remember really liking. I'm rewriting oh, it, so I don't know if that's still the case. I'm so um, sorry that you so <laughs> that, that you've played yourself fault. like this. I did.
1: We'll have uh, to and, you uh, know. Yeah, but you know, it would have been fun. It would be fun. Even Peregrine. I feel like me and Fen are so negative on this that it kind of is sucking the joy out of Zero for anyone who does like it. Sorry, Peregrine uh but uh i don't get why people like fucking zero so much it's not good yeah, got it's me. poorly yeah. written it's poorly translated it's poorly paced there's a bunch of boring action scenes the anime is bad <laughs> like i do think bad. that uh the end of volume two is probably the lowest i'm gonna be on the whole thing i'm definitely hi- i'm not super high but i'm higher on this bit than i was last time you know mm-hmm. um. But, damn. It's not good,
0: folks. I don't know what people are talking about. This bit is definitely better than what we covered last time, at least. Yeah.
2: Also, oh, I mean, 9 yeah, Going it's... back through the, the King's Banquet with him.
1: Yeah. Missing a miserable. Yeah. miserable time. It just sucks. It's just I, boring. I Act say... 9 is, like, fine. Act 10, I have my problems with Act 10. Yes. But...
0: Uh, I will say that, like, weirdly, the translation is, like, pretty good for the beginning of act nine mm. and then it like falls off again yeah but i was like wow you're actually like the the
4: uh
0: who do you and Rionosuke and uh caster have a conversation that i'm like Wow i could this follow is, like that i could i could follow it and also like it's actually f- i don't know if fun to read is the right word um because i don't like either character very much um i had a moment of being like
1: like Peregrine said if the, if zero was like 10, 30% campier these two could be really fun
0: yes yeah
1: but like it's so grim all the time that i just can't and just like in the context of what's happening i just can't have fun with these characters
0: mm mm-hmm. mhm anyway let's they're... let's do the 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 thing act 9 That's real this time
4: <laughs>
1: First part of Act Nine, speaking of uh Uryu and Castor, they go back home to find that their uh, art collection of humans has been raised by Ryder and Waver. Uryu has like a, a like breakdown over this, and Castor's like, people just don't understand your art, your the beautiful art that you make. And then Uryu invents a new religion, and mm-hmm. Castor's like, Wow, I love religion. Um something about how um He's like, God must exist because the world is so stupid, it couldn't just happen like this. Someone has to be doing this on purpose. The world is so ridiculous, not stupid, yeah. right? Everything's so crazy and weird that like someone must be writing it. And Castor's like, Whoa, hell yeah, that's pretty metal. Let's go uh kill some people, uh, for some reason. Yes. Well that's all they do, so
0: uh yeah. Ryanoskay is like, yeah, God loves us because For committing sins, I guess? Okay, what he says is
1: that uh, God must love humans, and that means he loves uh, when humans triumph, and he loves when humans do fucked up shit, too. Mm -hmm. So uh, you can do either, and it's totally cool. Mm -hmm. And this is why Castor likes it. That's a (laughs) 9-1. Got anything to add to that? (laughs) Uh, Nope. (laughs) Act 9-2. Kiritsugu is eating a hamburger from McDonald's. He's still insufferable. <laughs> it is the most uh relatable Kiditsugu has ever been when he's sitting there eating a hamburger with one hand and being like, it's so convenient to eat at your desk. <laughs> <laughs> um So yes, that was funny. Uh in the light novel, he he says that fast food is filled with the sense of slaughter, <laughs> which is the stupidest thing.
2: Yeah, that's <laughs>
1: unlike normal food where you don't kill
0: kill animals to get meat Mm -hmm. uh i i do yes as ben said i do agree with him that sometimes it is nice just to like sit and eat food without thinking about it yeah just keep working yeah
1: um anyway he's plotting his next move he's like going over all the servants again uh he's like oh he can't he doesn't know if sola is like Actually, Lancer's master, or uh he, he says he references something called the Book of False Attent- attendant uh, Attendant. Right? Yeah, that's Shunji's thing. That must be. Yeah, that must oh, be the Book of Shunji. Yeah, that must be. The, he came up with a name for it. Fun. But... Mm-hmm. So he's he's unsure of what to do with that. uh He thinks that Assassin is definitely really dead this time. I maintain it's... that he should. Assassin
0: should not be dead. They should have saved one. It's so funny just how much chaos. Kire could have uh could have caused if he literally held back
1: one one of the guys this is the thing he they would have to do something with that assassin besides have him stand in the open waiting to get killed yes that's Uh and i don't know that they're capable of that yeah Kiritsuku much better at using ku like assassin should have been used Mm -hmm. i guess that's because he had a trial run at it yeah yeah Uh, he's pieced together that Kotamine doesn't seem to be interested in the war normally and is chasing him, but he's not sure why. And also he mentions that he's got a remote control oil tanker rigged to explode, uh, for for later.
0: Normal
2: for boys. Just in case.
1: (laughs) Just in case. And then he, uh, hypnotizes himself to sleep. Uh, I wish I had this power. (laughs) I've been having trouble sleeping the last couple days. I could have used self-hypnosis to put myself to sleep instantly. And wake up, up refreshed and, in two hours. I
0: understand why.
2: He says it. He only needs two hours of sleep, but while he's down, nothing can wake him up at all. So it's a risk to use. Well, uh, then I'm he not. Comes back. I'm not in a holy ground <laughs> right now, so it's safer for me than him. <laughs> uh, I think that sounds think great. He, he also day. does say
1: <laughs> that would be tough for you with kids, though.
2: Um, I mean, two hours in the middle of the night and be ready for them the rest of the day Uh uh doesn't sound so bad might work out
1: um it does say something about uh it damaging or suppressing his personality so maybe that's a downside
2: you'd have to have a personality to suppress (laughs) (laughs) i was about to say uh it i understand why
0: i understand that they are like uh characterful summaries but I can't believe that we get back to back summaries of the previous two volumes by two different characters.
1: Yeah. I forgot to mention that this uh volume opens up with stat screens uh like the game has, mm-hmm. like D stat screens for all the characters. They're in Japanese. Uh they're not yeah. translated, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't care about zero enough to translate these, but yes. Anyway, that's Act uh, 9-2. 9-3. Gil's hanging out in Kotamine's room again. Uh, this is where I realized uh, they call it the King's Banquet, but there was no food. That's not a banquet. That's a King's drinking yeah. party.
2: Yeah, it's yes. just more like the King's Kegger. Yeah, <laughs> it literally
1: is the King's Kegger. Giving it a big fancy fucking name. No, No food? Unbelievable. Anyway, Gill wants to hear uh kotamine's final report on what uh the other masters in the war are right right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um he also says something about how uh he thinks the most fun thing is when people uh make stupid wishes that are too big for what can be ach- achieved right this is like backporting what his obsession with Sabre is right wish mm-hmm. wishes like uh to change history and uh alter the entire course of reality. Um which is kind of a big one.
0: Yeah, I would say.
1: Now, we get this fascinating detail that when you lose your servant, your command spells get stripped from you. And then the Grail swirls them around in its cheeks for a little while and spits them back out at you.
2: Which is not how it worked in Fate's Day Night. I
1: don't think it's how it worked in Fate's Day Night,
2: right? Yeah. No, they just We're, fade to, like translucent and uh are still like there until you give them up. Right. Right. Okay. I thought you had to make to a new contract. In,
0: in
1: Urobuchi's defense. I think it's inconsistent in Fates Day Night.
0: Uh yeah. I think how is it how does it is explained and how it works uh when uh, when Shiro actually loses Sabre is a little different, mm-hmm. but um what well, basically that was rule breaker anyway. Yeah, so, rule, breaker rule breaker is the played. is the one that makes it really inconsistent. Um, but here, it's Kotomine loses them because he's lost his reason for being a master. Okay, I can I can I can cut that some slack. Uh, which is oh god, Shiro's command spells fade in Heaven's Feel, right? When yeah, they kind of fade to
2: like a mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, so, I'm trying to remember, yeah.
1: This, th- this does stand, though, this is why people try and kill the master, because the master could theoretically, yeah. yeah. like, in Stain, I, I guess the thing that I always got was, like, you're active immediately, and you could just contract with a new servant right away, and this is like,
2: yeah.
1: Uh, Kotamine needed a little while to refresh. Yeah, yeah. Basically. But, yeah, that makes well, but sense. But they say that it's, they like,
2: didn't necessarily have to come back to Kotamine unless he had a reason to be a master again. True. Which is different than how they kind of describe it in Fate Stay Night. So Kotamine, okay. master... oh, go ahead. Yeah, the master still, as long as the master still has is alive, they can contract with a like a servant who's lost their master. Yeah, was why they explained Fate Stay Night. But in this one, they say, "Oh well, you lost your servant, so your command spells went away, and they're going to float back out to some other person who could become a master at some point. And it yeah, might be you, yeah. but it probably won't be."
1: Yeah, Gill is even like, mm-hmm. you think it's gonna be you, and Kotomine is like, nope, not gonna do it. Uh, but yeah, so let's let's go over people's the wishes that uh, Kotamine has picked up from people. He says that Waver and Kaneth, they don't have any wishes; they're just doing this to look good. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who are you? He's just a freak. Boring. Yeah, doesn't uh, even know there is a wish. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I don't think Castor ever told him that, huh? Yeah. Castor doesn't nope. even know that. I feel like. Karia. Kotamine gets really into this one. It's a lot. He describes it a lot more in the book, and also there's a lot of like shots of him kind of like sneering while describing this in the anime. Uh huh. Um. So the the bit is, yeah, he's like, um, the thing that is making Kotamine go so in depth here is that Kadia is fucked completely no matter what in a way that Kotamine finds really funny but can't uh admit <laughs> that that's what he's feeling uh because there's no happy ending for uh uh i almost said kane katia right like he's not gonna win this and walk away with the girl and both of her girls you know what i mean
3: mm-hmm. no
1: uh right and then he doesn't know what kiritsugu wants so he'd like it says that he lies about it to Gil. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what he... What does he, he says say? It's
2: just whatever... The eyes burn's usual goal or yeah. something. Oh, right. Okay. The third magic. The so root. Yeah. Gil thinks
1: these are boring wishes and uh, is like, I didn't actually care about any of this. What I wanted was to see what your uh, interests were, which... He got really into the Katya thing, so clearly he's like interested in the suffering that Katya is going through.
0: This is one of the cases where the anime makes way more sense, uh-huh. because in the book we're given, not Kotamine's dialogue, a summary of what Kotamine says yeah. to Gil, and so it's like weird to get a summary of what Kotamine says, and then Gil, for Gil to be like, ah, yes, you spoke at length about Karia." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. did he? yeah the like him
1: sneering is like a easy shorthand for like oh yeah he's into this one yeah this is just yeah. we haven't seen him smile like this since he was beefing with baby wren
2: <laughs> yeah i mean we haven't really seen him smile or act like he is fate's day night self at all till now
1: mm-hmm. i miss i miss fate's day night kotomine so much that man oozes yeah. charisma almost You're as much as he oozes like, braille mud <laughs> <laughs> yeah <sighs> uh let's see, all right, yeah, so they have this like back and forth about uh kotamine's like dark desires and pleasure and entertainment and all this stuff, right
0: um this is also a way to to like lay out what karya or both a both a reminder of and also to expound upon what karya's whole deal is, yeah, which is funny because he, he has had one section mm-hmm. two yeah two in from his perspective uh, so. so what I mean is like
1: the only the the only the best thing that could happen to him is to die this second basically mm-hmm. there is no better outcome for cardio right and it would be fucked up if i thought that was funny and Gil's like but you think it's <laughs> pretty funny right it is pretty funny you agree with me right and then his <laughs> he does think it's pretty funny so his command spells reappear <laughs> but, uh but then he's like i still don't know what i want though and Gil's like well why don't you ask grail mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's omnipotent right it can probably just tell you uh and then kotamina is like that means i'd have to kill everyone else including my t- my teacher Tokiomi." and Gil's like in the anime he like has knocked over the uh he has like a game board like a chess board with only <laughs> it's only seven by seven yes mm-hmm. and like he's knocked over the uh pawn in front of the archer piece and then he picks up the archer piece is like holding it up and then is like you better get a
0: good servant then <laughs> <laughs> yes. coming on a little strong yeah <laughs> <laughs> and we know that ends up with gil yes we do but me it do. is still very funny for gil to be like yeah weird that uh that pawn just got knocked over in front of me mm-hmm. anyway <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of that scene
1: uh-huh act nine dash four the horniest anyone is in all of fate zero is when they're driving this mercedes yep they, like, yep. describe... It's for some reason described
0: every time like you're fucking a beautiful woman. Urobochi <laughs> loves, above all else, in the, based on this book, Urobochi loves two things. Military hardware and this Mercedes. Uh huh. Yeah,
2: I was gonna and, say, the only thing that comes close is gonna come up just in a little bit.
0: I was gonna say the third thing
1: could be denigrating women.
2: <laughs> well, I don't yeah. know if he loves it, he just does it constantly. <laughs> like, it without any
1: thought <laughs> or um okay saber is driving the car this time which means it's going better mm-hmm. uh however saber is worried that something's wrong with Erie because she didn't jump at the can- chance to uh uh fuck the car again mm-hmm. <laughs> uh Erie makes a joke about how saber should drive a tank into battle since she's so good at driving <laughs> where they would they get a tank? a tank well you see fen I, uh in Holoataraxia. Uh oh right in they Holodraxia. have Ilya has a tank uh, yeah Fan, where did they get a like a boat and uh rigged oil tanker to
2: explode yeah
0: i don't know about the oil tanker the boat is who just goes down to the marina and commandeers the boat. the boat that's very funny
2: doesn't he have like a missiles in the boat or something too i'm trying to remember i don't remember that i don't kill.
0: remember missiles
1: no, they saved that one for Homer. <laughs> um. Okay, they are being they are tra- uh, moving to a new safe house, basically, and uh, it looks pretty familiar.
0: Familiar
1: safe yeah. house. Well, how do we feel about the about their safe house being Shiro's house?
0: I don't like it. I think yeah. it's silly. Yes, it is. The I. Hmm, I guess you. Yeah. The vibe I'd gotten was that, uh, Kuritsugu, so Kuritsugu stays in, in, um, Fuyuki, Fuyuki mm-hmm. after the, the Holy Grail War. Mm mm-hmm. And he definitely has some ties to the Yakuza. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And the vibe I got was that he got the house through those ties. Maybe he, Maybe yeah, he, he already does describe. have them, but, um,
1: you know how early on i was complaining a lot about like uh like perfect clockwork world approach to like world building you know what i mean this Mm -hmm. feels like that right it's like no he can't buy this house in the fucking years between uh the fate zero and fate state night no no no. this this house and the storehouse have to be established here Mm -hmm. the magic Mm -hmm. circle in the storehouse has to be happen now you know what i mean it's it's very silly Anyway. Here he is like uh, Japanese style houses aren't good for my magic because all the magic go just kind of flows out. Which is funny. She's like, I need a-, a real dank space.
2: Yeah, it seems to be like a, a dungeon for yeah. magic to stay in there. The storehouse in the anime looks... Sorry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead.
0: The storehouse in the anime looks so much bigger than it does in the VN. And yeah. partially this is yeah. because of sprites and backgrounds. Mm-hmm. But also it's like I thought that it's like a, quad- like a shed. Yeah, it's like a quadruple door in the yeah. in the anime. What looks like a like double door in the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like a small house. Honestly. Yeah, yeah.
1: I know it's a two story thing because there's that scene where Ilya jumps uh in Hollow Ataraxia yeah. down onto Shiro from above. Well,
0: and there's yeah. yeah. I... What
1: there's like a balcony type thing on the inside. Yeah. But... Yeah, like a loft. Hmm. Um anyway anyway anyway. so the storehouse is the only place eerie can really set up in because it's stone she tells saber to start drawing a magic circle on the ground and saber's like okay what the fuck is up eerie like holds her hand pitifully and is like i've lost all my strength don't worry it's not a big deal though Uh, i'm just feeling unwell so i cut off all my touch sensation which made me very weak and she's going to take a nap in the magic circle to uh regenerate. It's connected to a ley line apparently. I didn't think that was how ley lines worked, but
2: I mean, I think they just put it on top of the ley line that was there passing through there.
1: Yeah, I guess the thing is that like um they when they talk about ley lines in Tsukihime and Stay Night, it always felt like there is a point where the ley line is at, and then there is other places that are not on a ley line. Right? No, this like is not... uh
2: directly from fate, but in general, like ley lines have like when they're described they have like points where they cross and are mm-hmm. junctions. Oh yeah. So I assume S- that's what they are talking about was the junction of two ley lines.
1: Yeah. I guess that totally makes sense. That takes maybe makes more sense than the way that they use them in fate or the the way I've conceptualized it so far. But like stuff like um Rin being like there's a ley line under my house and there's wait, there's one at the temple too and like mm-hmm. Castor controlling a ley line the temple one, you know what I mean? Always mm-hmm. made it seem like there was points that were like fountains more than like the line itself is powerful. Yeah. It's... But, you know, I'm just just stood mm-hmm. out to me. Ah. Uh, yeah.
2: So I oh. assumed oh, go ahead for, that she was getting weaker because of uh I just kind of at the time took the whole thing with Ilya Mm-hmm. From Fate Stay Night, and, you know, as servants get absorbed into the Grail Homunculus, they start to shut down parts of their body. Yeah. So, I first thought that was what was happening, but then I was like, but what servants died?
1: One. One. Ilya yeah, doesn't start to I shut it... down until five are dead, right? Exactly. Yeah.
2: I thought uh-huh. it was, like, after four that she start shutting down. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's I... truly, it, it, okay, this makes, okay, one, the explanation... That has been given for why the Ainzburns haven't won is be won the Grail War in the past is because their magic isn't suited to it. They're alchemists, not combat mages. Yeah. Fine. Yep. Uh, and then they if you're telling plans. me that they show up with a servant and then literally one other servant dies and the master just becomes something that can only like lay around, of course they lost! Yep. I know.
1: It's also really funny that Ilya summons berserker the hardest to control servant that will not un- uh be able to strategize or like do anything once she's de- uh deactivated <laughs> are... even though she can last longer she could not win the grail war there's no way for ilia to win the grail war
2: nope and it's yeah. like the same thing like their prior plan with avenger was a terrible plan they... it's also yeah. a <laughs> dumb like... plan <laughs> like these Diane spurns have no idea what they're doing it's really funny <laughs> it Seems like like their best plan was hire somebody else to do it that actually <laughs> yeah. was the best
1: plan it was a, it was a good plan anyway there's, they a, hired there's...
2: the worst guy but you know
1: <laughs> they hired a guy who could have done it and then they let him go soft for nine years or whatever exactly i don't know there's a bit at the end where it's like saber doesn't know that this is the last happy memory she'll ever
0: have with irie which is very funny One, well, i don't know that this is a particularly happy memory <laughs> But also, like, yeah, thanks. That was the entire chapter was you saying to me, the reader, Eerie doesn't have long left. I didn't need the narrator to also then explicitly call out that Eerie was doomed. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Act 9-5.
1: It opens with a dream Waver's having in Alexander's perspective. Mm Mm-hmm um it's like a little anecdote about how uh rider just kind of or alexander like kind of fought people it it's it's again it's it's framed the way that i called him a one-piece pirate captain last time <laughs> yeah. I, that's that is the case he like he is a conqueror yeah. who comes through doesn't really seem to kill anybody charms everyone in charge town. yeah and then he moves on and then everyone's like wow that was so cool I'm going to go join his crew. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like.
2: yeah. Why do you have to be a conqueror then if all you wanted to do is. We'll know, just be an explorer, explore. bud. If you just want to go look at the ocean, you're like fucking eight feet tall. No one's going to
1: stop you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. This dream kind of dampered my, like when I reread this, I'm like, my Alexander like opinion kind of was like, really? Kind of came down a bit from this one.
1: I think that he's like a good pitch just he's being executed poorly to in yeah. my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like
2: Yeah, he's he can be a fun character, but this is like this is his motivation and this is what he did, really.
1: He is literally charismatic, right? Like I yeah. like him as a character yeah. Yeah. when I'm not getting this background stuff. So I guess mm-hmm. in a way I'm like, it's the same thing that's happening to the people whose homes he presumably burned down on his way <laughs> through. You know what said, I mean?
2: Yeah, come on with me. We're going to keep going this way and burn and, other people's homes down. And They're just the
1: charmed by that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And this is, this is his pitch in the Banquet of Kings is like, well, all you really need to be is just incredibly charismatic. And mm-hmm. then like what kind of king you are doesn't matter. Everyone will just follow you. And it's like, I don't yeah i, I don't... guess it might be true but when you look at it too hard it's just not good well and it's the it's the thing of like yes you can be as charismatic as you want i don't believe for a second that if you come in and like burn down half a city the other half is going to be like damn he did that so coolly though <laughs> i'll follow him <laughs> hey you might do it out of fear and desperation
1: but yeah that's not how they're selling what he's no.
0: doing no no that's that's the entire thing of his noble phantasm, or the second one, is that like, oh yeah, all these are all my bros. The hentai roy <laughs> So sorry about that. Uh
1: yeah, yeah. I just you can't look directly at the guy, or is he starts like like cracks start to show through, I mm-hmm. feel like. Anyway, uh Waver doesn't think the cracks are starting to show through. He's starting to be charmed by Ryder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um they go to the shopping district together. Um, my cat is screaming. I'm sure it's going to be fine. There's a funny bit where he like presses his wallet into Ryder's hand and is like, no looting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, that's funny. The, yeah. the best part of this is that half of the funds that Waver has prepared for the Grail War are in there. Famously prepared
1: guy, Waver. He had, like, $15 and a coupon to McDonald's in
2: that wallet. Well, okay, here's the thing. He just picked up that thing off a crate going by because some guy (laughs) said it was for Caneth and then was like, well, I got 20 bucks and uh, uh, I got to get a ticket somehow and go to Japan. Let's go. Mm -hmm. He
0: does go to the, like, fancy magic school, so he must have some money. But it's
2: like either
0: he just handed Waver or he he just handed Ryder, like, a hundred thousand dollars or he handed Ryder like three dollars
1: <laughs> <laughs> he he handed Ry, Ry, uh, Ryder uh rider enough money to buy a video game and a, a brand new video game and a console yes
2: that's true we do know that i was gonna say you could make the argument if he was a more experienced mage like kane that he just mind controls everybody to get stuff for free but mm-hmm. he doesn't seem to be doing that at all
1: yeah cool. i don't think waver can pull that <laughs> off
0: and in the anime the the game looks like a like game boy or ds package it does i think it's like a super nintendo yeah. console yeah
2: yeah i was gonna say aren't they playing it with controllers though
0: well yes yes this is my confusion is yeah so that, mm-hmm.
2: yeah
1: waver wanted to find a book what he wanted to find was the biography of Ryder, so he could read it mm-hmm. Ryder catches him doing this um there is a, a a kind of funny bit where R- Waver's like, "Uh, everyone says that you were really short when you were alive. Why are you f- enormous?" And there's a thing about uh this like quote about how when he conquered uh Persia or, like uh, and like captured Darius's throne, they had to like replace the footstool with a table so that his legs would reach uh the w- the footstool. And he's like, "Oh yeah, that's because Darius is ten feet tall, not because I was short." <laughs> Which is really funny. <laughs> uh, and then we also get the bit that he died, Alexander the Great died at like 30. Yeah. Young. I gotta say, going back to everyone's favorite Banquet of Kings. Mm-hmm. Saber's gotta be older than him,
2: right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, she also didn't age since she t- picked up the the sword, so she could be like 150 for all we know. I think when based on, I, mean, I don't, I don't know
0: about NASA's version. I don't think version. it's that long. Based on the but Arthurian, she's older than Arthurian stuff I've read, she's probably at least like 60.
2: Yeah.
1: This is wild. Like, Ryder's like grotesque, like paternalistic treatment of her is even worse if you consider that she's much older than him. <laughs> uh-huh. Even if she's just his age, it's still like so condescending the way he talks to her. Mm-hmm anyway. He, Ryder talks about uh, being sad that he died young, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and then they walk home together. Wait, okay.
0: Yeah, he's yeah. sad that he died young. And he says, like, yeah, I'd trade my, like, fame for, uh, like, ten more years. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh,
1: weird. Yeah. Sounds like regrets to me. Uh-huh. Um,
2: But also, like... Well, he specifically says that he'd trade being in history books and remembered forever for another 10 years of actual life. Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, But it sounds like all he wants to do with those 10 years is become more famous. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) He
1: doesn't do it for the fame. He does it for the bros, though. Sure. So they can all crack open a cold one. At the world's end. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So... On their way home, Waver is feeling really insecure. He's like, he's done this classic uh fate bit where it's like, well, clearly my servant's the strongest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really funny every time someone does this with a servant, especially when it's a servant who's gonna get owned severely. <laughs> yeah, you soon. know,
2: you you know that it's not gonna be the winner from just what you know already. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but they're going on like that. It is.
1: Uh yeah, so he's like taking a. At- Waver feels like Ryder is just doing this all on his own and Waver might as well not be here, right? And he starts taking this out on Ryder who gives him like a sweet pep talk, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? He's like, "But buddy, you're a kid. I'm dead already. Like, this is just the start of your life, you know." Which the Grail
0: War is not a uh, insignificant uh act in part uh, a okay. small part of Waver's especially, life, I'm sure. Especially especially but... given that they only happen once every 60 years. Uh I would say that it is probably the biggest thing that is going to happen in your life. Like maybe, although, but like the the point stands, right? Yeah. It's like yes. Yeah.
1: How old are you, Waver? Like nineteen? Yeah. He's yeah. like
2: first maybe. year in
1: college.
2: Probably. I mean, we don't even know when they when do people go to like Clock Tower at what age.
1: Rin take like, treats it, it as a college. Uh, yeah. But like maybe people
2: can go younger.
1: He seems. I would guess he's a shitty college student from his, uh, the way he he kind of
2: is, has that feel. Yeah. But But yeah, uh, but Alexander's like, this is not going to be the most important thing in your life. Don't, you know, (laughs) the trail War is going to be nothing in the future to you. Yeah. You're going to find something so much better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's like, are you sure? (laughs) Okay. It is.
0: Uh, bringing this up it is really funny imagining Waver entering the uh, Japan and them asking like okay what are you here for uh, a battle royale between seven mages <laughs> how long are you planning on staying it shouldn't
2: take longer than a couple of months <laughs> now, you're making me think of uh, the Pat Labor movie when oh, uh, yeah. one character comes back into Japan and they ask her to put down her reason for entering the country and she writes she looks at him and says combat <laughs> That's incredible.
1: Yeah,
2: she's great, but
1: So Riders like we're not so different, you and I, basically. If you try to draw us on the world map, we we both won't exist, basically. Yeah. You
0: know, that kind of thing. It is a it is a nice like, hey, hey, okay, Waver, uh if if our if we and our opponents are so big, then like draw us on Japan, and uh-huh. Waver's like, Oh, <laughs> I guess.
1: Yeah, and then Ryder's like, Waver, you, your dreams far outstrip what you are capable of achieving, and I think that's great. Uh, that is the ki- same kind of thing that uh, I feel like I am, right? Mm-hmm. Someone who dreams too big uh, and that I became a king. You could be a king too, you know? This sound, all of a sudden, it's starting to sound like he's trying to sell Waver
0: a self help book. You know what <laughs> I mean? Ryder's self help book would sell, like, Hawkins. <laughs>
2: God. <laughs> have terrible advice but it would so yes. yes uh-huh
1: so waver is like still kind of mad he's like doesn't know how to feel about this and then all of a sudden uh some big magic starts happening by the river mm-hmm. that's act... the end of act nine act
0: 10 10-1 okay. anyone need a break almost... now i'm only putting down markers for...
2: no I-, I can keep going
0: all right yeah we don't this is going to be a short act. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> this, most of my notes are done already. Okay. We're going to jump around perspective bunch. First up, we get Sola and Lancer. They are watching Caster do some fucked up stuff in the river. Castor's like, standing in the middle of the water, and there's, like, fog happening. He's summoning something. Sola wants to go fight with Lancer, and Lancer's like, No, weak woman you must stay behind because fighting is not the woman's place it is my place and uh, she like is like I wish I had one more command spell so my connection to Lancer could be perfect and then he goes off and she's like why won't he smile at me
2: doesn't she also I'm sure if it's here or a little later talk about how she wanted to use all her command spells to make him love her (sighs) did they say that here I can't. One of her, one of her inner monologues says that. Uh,
0: I wish that we never got her internal monologue. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's not good.
0: No, it's not good. <sighs> um,
1: and anyway, then we cut to Saber. Saber and Eerie uh, are on their way in the car. Uh, Caster, they make it, and Caster's standing on a bunch of tentacles. In the oh, river.
0: wait, wait. The end of 10-1 is the fighter jets being called to...
2: Hmm? yeah that's later after this right yeah that's Wait. the end of 10-1 actually, oh like the i'm like third bullet point of 10-1
1: i'm
0: so sorry it's yeah. okay
1: it's late you get you get <laughs> as many passes as you need i
2: yeah yeah i'm a goomba
1: caster has not summoned anything yet but he's working yeah. on it or he's yeah. standing on some goo basically yeah, some goo- yeah he's starting goo. to make
2: some gooey gooey tentacle eat
1: Thanks. uh He does some like, welcome to hell, folks, and then he gets eaten by the monster. Mm-hmm. Basically. All the like starfish demons turn into one big starfish demon type thing. That is both large and also acts as a megaphone <laughs> for a caster. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> he's not actually eaten, he's just hanging out in there. um It says it's bigger than a whale. This is a lot bigger than a whale. Oh, like, oh yeah. That's it's a, it's like as big as the
0: bridge. The big bridge. How big is a whale? Uh, belugas are like
2: huge, not, yeah. I okay. mean, like blue whales are massive, but or this still, whales, compared yeah. to what this thing looks like, it's you know, you could probably fit like 50 of those in yeah. that thing.
0: Uh, let's see 100 feet long and 200 tons. How big is the big bridge? That's an excellent question. Yeah, it, uh, I guess
1: what I mean, what, the thing that I mean is it looks a lot bigger in the show than it sounds in the book. <laughs> yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. uh saber and eerie are talking about it eerie's like uh if it gets to shore and starts eating people then it's not going to need caster's mana to stay in the world anymore and it's going to be a permanent problem
3: Mm -hmm.
1: rider pulls up and is like saber help me fight this uh this guy and not acknowledging anything that happened the other day they start to plot how to stop the monster. Lancer shows up to to join in. Uh, so the plan is. Ryder Rider and Saber are going to go out and fight the monster until they can expose the spell book and get Lancer to throw his magic canceling spear to hit the spell book and cancel the spell and send the monster back to Eldritch Hell. Mm-hmm. This is a uh, rider can fly because of his magic ox and Saber can walk on water. <laughs> Remember?
2: Yep. That's a very From funny the classic Hollowderexia pull running around on top of the water.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, it's a good bit. It is a funny bit. Then we get a perspective jump to some uh like uh Japanese self-defense force uh troops flying in fighter jets uh being like, "Whoa, is that a monster?" Haha, this is just like, we're going to die, and then Ultraman's going to show up. It's a a funny joke to make when you see a giant monster, and you're a guy in a fighter plane that's going to get knocked down in two seconds.
2: We get a nice description of how awesome those jets are, too.
1: Yes. I don't remember what kind of jet it is, but we're going to get descriptions of it and all of the equipment on that jet soon. Mm -hmm.
2: Every single yeah, missile and other item on that jet is going to be described.
1: Act 10-2. Gil is flying a magic plane.
2: He brought a yep. shmup fighter with him.
1: <laughs> this is uh, this is uh, in the way that Gil's possessions are stuff from other mythologies, but earlier. Uh, this is a Vimana, which is a mythical Indian flying chariot palace type thing, basically. Mm-hmm. In the anime, it looks like a golden UFO fighter jet uh thing yeah yeah it just kind of hovers around and it's got a throne that he sits on yeah
0: uh it, it looks i don't know it looks fine
1: yeah it looks fine it's very funny that he has a jet uh yes. <laughs> he really he should have been flying that thing around at fate's day night
2: mm-hmm. yeah it would have been
1: No, well, he walks everywhere <laughs> you're telling me he doesn't yep. have some kind of gold-plated Segway to ride around town <laughs> on <laughs> This, I, okay. this is the original
0: inspiration for the segue it's even well, shouldn't funnier he have... go ahead oh it's even funnier if uh in the 10 years between now and stay night he has gotten and gold-plated a segue <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. i was gonna say shouldn't he have the original version of uh alexander's chariot in there too yeah right <laughs> maybe
1: maybe because it comes from the gods it's different I don't know. No, most of those things come from the gods,
0: don't yeah. they? Yeah. Like anyway, yeah. if you if you want to give a hero a really cool weapon, you're it's like from the, the gods. gods gave it to them. <laughs> um, I believe
1: that Gil had a uh, drunk driving vimana incident where <laughs> and he crashed this thing into a lamp post, and that's why he can't use it during Fate Stay Night. <laughs> that's really it's in the cool.
0: shop. Ah, uh, yeah. Kotamine is like, no, I'm revoking your Vimana
1: privileges. He's taken his license.
0: His, like, gold-plated uh, Babylonian
2: <laughs> license. Well, it'd be like a clay tablet, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just <laughs> the the image of uh, Kotamine confiscating a, like, 40 pound slab of clay from Gil is very funny. Okay. Tokiomi is also riding on the on the ark they call it in the thing on the on the on the thing. Uh, he's trying to get Gil to fight the monster because uh, you know he's he's the second owner of this land. You know he's very concerned with how this is going to look. Uh, yeah, so. if the
2: magic association gets called in because there's a giant monster mm-hmm. breaking uh, secrecy, it's not going to look good yeah. for him.
1: He does a terrible job of convincing Gil to help at all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's like, "Uh, there's there's an outbreak in your garden. Don't shouldn't you do something about it?" And he's like, "So I'm a gardener now, huh?"
0: I don't. Okay. There's no way he could have talked Gil into. This. I don't know that. Yes, Tokiomi needs defending. No, but also, yeah, it would be hard to get Gil to actually do anything.
1: Tokiomi is so inept at everything he does. I yes. guess is the thing. Uh-huh. It's like. With Rin, you get this bit of like, oh, the tosaka they're really competent, and then they fuck it up at the last second. Mm-hmm. Tokiomi is like, oh, he's just doing a bad job from the start. Like, Yes. Rin is like well, uh, it... living up to a legend, not to her father.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rin also is self-taught or taught by Kodamine only, and so doesn't have any, like, you know, mm-hmm, experience mm-hmm. from her, her dad to actually draw on either. Which maybe is why she's better than him and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh huh.
1: <laughs> Kodamine still, still a guy who fucks it up at the last second. So maybe she gets it from him, <laughs> not Osaka. Yeah. Uh, it turns out that this monster is regenerating faster than Saber and Rider can hurt it, which is bad. Gil shoots some swords at it, doesn't kill it, and then he's like, "I'm done with this. This is gross."
2: Yeah, he's like, "These, you, now, I'm not even going to." put these back in my treasury they're disgusting just gonna, and gooey now i'm just gonna leave, leave them on the bottom them. of the river you know somebody might swim down and find some noble phantasms there one day that would be really funny
0: <laughs> i guess um, yeah i was about to say they might like rust away and then i was like wait a sec they're legendary weapons <laughs> they shouldn't just rust away <laughs> yeah then i was gonna say they'll
1: dematerialize when he does but that's still like 10 years where someone could find one of these bad boys
0: yep. <laughs> um i'm also not sure that that's true because he's just teleporting them from his treasury but they can't
1: literally be there anymore you know what i mean they're not actually because all those things left his treasury and became other swords i guess that's he's summoning them from his treasure his like treasury in the throne of heroes you know what i mean okay His like conceptual treasury yeah
2: no it's just funny that wine wouldn't still be good (laughs)
0: I would, okay, I would also not take my gooped-up caster swords back. If he gets summoned again, do, are those just not there anymore?
2: Mm. Well, he'll probably get reset, right?
1: Yeah, I was yeah. I was wondering. Now, Tokiomi somehow knows about Ea, the, like, uh, Sword of Rupture, and is trying to convince Gil to use it. How does he know about this? I don't know. Because it seems like yeah, a I... secret trump card that uh, Gil had. And I don't know why Gil would tell him
0: about it. At first, I yeah. just thought that Tokiyomi was like, okay, but like do 10 this time, mm-hmm. not just four. Uh-huh. Uh, but then, yeah, Gil's like, no, I'm not going to pull out Aya." And yeah. Tokiyomi was like, well, that's a bummer. Yeah, yeah that's weird. Yeah.
2: He's like, I'm definitely not getting goop on this. Are you crazy? Yeah. He shoots
1: beams, Gil. It's fine. Anyway, Tokiomi is like, okay, maybe I should just use a command spell. Then he'll do it. And then he's like, I'm dead. <laughs> if yeah, that happens, if I do that,
2: he's just going to like kill me immediately for that.
1: It would work though. You know, if Tokiomi was like actually dedicated to uh his like role as protector of this land, he would have done it. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Now the two jets are flying around. One of them gets like slapped down by the monster immediately, uh, gruesomely eaten in the anime. Uh, I don't know if it's eaten in the, the book, yeah, too. It got, but yeah. I thought it just got slapped down, but whatever. Now, this isn't... I'm not really sure... Berserker appears on top of one of these jets.
2: I assume it's spirit ass- formed up there.
1: Well, this is the thing, is spirit form is not teleportation. And I assumed that you can't fly if you couldn't well fly. we know
2: you can fly float you and can fly through, you windows. Can coo through windows of course <laughs> okay, that yeah, is, is
1: canon but no. that's low altitude hovering that's not following a fighter jet at fighter jet speed
0: uh through the okay. air uh ku was not berserker mm-hmm. so i think it's safe to say that part of berserker's madness enhancement is the ability to fly through to the, the air at through the supersonic air speeds
1: because <laughs> like if you can just spirit form and go through walls and um and and like hover in the air at super high speeds, why did Saber climb the side of that skyscraper? Uh,
0: because
2: well, she, she doesn't have a spirit form. Yeah, She's she
1: can't go the spirit skill. form. <sighs> All right, you got me there. <laughs> you know what? Fucking fine. You got me there. Um. Anyway berserker gets on a pla- uh, on a plane and turns it into uh he like possesses it he's riding it like a su- cross between a surfboard and a horse basically mm-hmm. uh and he kills the guy in it instantly
0: not on purpose i guess he just turns really fast yes <laughs> and the guy dies instantly human bodies are not meant for uh hairpin turns yes. at supersonic speeds yes
1: uh okay this fight between gill in a ufo and berserker uh surfboarding a fighter jet conceptually very funny yeah uh the description of it in the book is not very good
0: the description of it in the book uh assumes that you like and care about military hardware yeah
2: yeah yeah and like you want to hear about a bunch of different types of missiles yeah
1: yeah i don't I don't care about any of that.
0: So it is, it it is also the silliest we've ever seen the way that Gill's power works mm-hmm. because yeah, like he, can he can boomerang. You can boomerang shit. Yes. Yep. And so not can, not so... boomerangs. Crucially, axes. Yeah. He should have to <laughs> yeah. shoot boomerangs to do that.
2: I'm that sure he's
1: got funny. boomerangs in there. He
2: should have boomerangs in there. Um. Well, you see, yeah. there'd be the precursors to Boomerangs, not Boomerangs yet.
1: No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the, like, military-speak, like, dogfight stuff, this is doing, this does nothing for me.
2: Mm-hmm. You get an emmelman turn thrown in there at one point in the description. <laughs> yeah, they are, like, yeah. doing,
1: like, throwing in, like, uh dogfight terms and shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tokiomi got dropped off, by the way. He <laughs> saw Katia and was like, hey, can I go kill that guy? And Gil's like, Go kill that guy. I got other shit to do.
0: The best part of that drop-off is that he like uh pats his coat a little bit before stepping off of uh-huh. kills and ship Like levitates down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Insufferable man. Yeah. Uh
1: Tokiomi confronts Karya and he's like, uh, hey bud, you look pretty rough. And uh this is kind of like an okay bit. Mm-hmm. Karya asks why Tokiomi gave up Sakura. And to- Tokiomi's response is so that she could have a good life. Which is the most, like, obscene and horrible thing you could p- ever possibly say when you know what uh the Mato family is like and does. Yeah. Especially yeah. when you're talking to someone who is full of worms because of the Mato family. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a good, like, this is who Tokiomi is, right? Yeah. He is a complete shithead. He is a, a prototypical mage, and he thinks that uh being thrown in the worm rape pit is better than uh being a normal person. being regular.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. This is this is uh Tokiomi would have been Shinji. Yeah, if he was the second son of yeah, his uh-huh. family was is like just incredibly bitter and frustrated that
1: yeah he wanting to be cool. special. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, so it's a good like chilling evil from Tokiomi. You know what I mean? Uh, that I feel like we could have gotten something like that. Way earlier than this, uh, oh, to like,
3: yeah. I mean, like,
1: kind of just like sat around and been nothing and done nothing for this entire two volumes yeah, up to yeah. this point. Uh and then I was going like, to say, even
2: better if I can't make it now, I get to have two Tosakas in the next Grail War.
1: Yeah, it is funny uh. that he's <laughs> like, if Sakura wins the next Grail War, technically that's a Tosaka victory. If you think about it, that's a very funny thing to say.
0: Um. Yeah, it is also like. I, we have gotten this before, it's every other mage. Yeah. And and it's just funny that it like, oh yeah, finally Tokiomi has literally anything to do aside from sit in a basement and yeah. sip wine. And use like uh big improbable magic gramophones
1: and objects uh-huh. like that. uh that. Um and now Karia, genius of combat. Uh, starts to turn all of his worms into big bugs and shoot them at uh, Tokiomi like a bug machine gun, while Tokiomi effortlessly puts up a fire barrier directly in front of him and roasts them all for like ten minutes.
0: It does kind of seem like uh, Karia could have like gone around does, or like yeah, had could have
2: some, gone around. Had some come from the other side.
0: Uh, you no, know, literally anything aside from just uh-huh. throw them directly out. Maybe he can't control the bugs.
1: You know what I mean? Uh and it's actually the fault of Mato Magic for being stupid as hell.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yet another like mage family with terrible shitty magic. Who who
1: was it originally? Who was the first uh uh Makiri who was like Ah, what if I filled myself up with worms? <laughs> was it what so was with that guy? Was Zoken the first bug guy, or were they bug guys before that?
2: That's a good question.
1: Because there's a guy who had to be like, this is like a real, like, who was the first person to drink milk kind of situation? Who was the first mm-hmm. guy to fill himself up with worms?
2: Like, we know Zoken did it to, be, to like, keep living. Like, but, like, to, was, was it Matto Magic before that? I guess is my question.
1: This isn't like a, a real question. This is yeah. like a, what were you thinking, bud? Magic
2: can be anything you want.
0: <laughs> Listen, some people yeah. really like bugs, bud. Yeah, I guess Let me so. tell you
2: about a mage who just likes to blow things up.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Okay. That's enough of that part. Act uh, 10-3. Uh, Ryunosuke Uryu is cheering. Uh, because he thinks the monster's very cool. He then gets, uh, sniped by Kiritsugu.
0: Mm-hmm. Bye, loser! <laughs> um. He has a moment where he's like, ah, the, the thing I was searching it was my for own was blood. my own blood. And, <laughs> what a loser. Yeah. Uh, it is very, also very
1: funny in the anime, because, like, there is a titanic, like, hundreds of feet tall, like, uh, demon crawling out of the water towards these people, and, uh, people are barely reacting to it. But when he gets shot, everyone's like, "Oh my god! The true scariest thing of all—a gun!" and run for it. <laughs> That's very irruptive to make. Uh huh. Anyway, cut over to Saber. Saber is giving this like awful monologue in her head about how. She could kill this monster easily if she could use her Noble Phantasm. She could use Excalibur. But she's too proud to do so. So she's willing to let untold thousands of people die. Because she's too proud.
2: This is insane
1: to me. Is Saber not supposed to be a
2: pragmatic person?
1: Not this Saber. This is nonsense to me. The idea that Saber was this like weird idealist until she met Kiritsugu and then became the person that she is in Fate Stay Night, that makes no sense. She hates Kiritsugu. Yeah. yeah. She hates everything that he does and stands for. She's like this already. Yes. Or she's like she is in Stay Night already. This idea that she's like this naive is so alien to me.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, like the, the version that she tells of her legend in Stay Night pre any grail war mm-hmm. is of someone who would sacrifice f- a few people to save to save many. everyone mm-hmm. else yeah and then this version is like no i am i am i am a knight in a way that meant that would have meant that i never lost the support of my knights
1: i'm a cartoon fantasy yeah, knight.
0: yeah. like saver
1: buddy have him have him like heal your uh like take the spell off and then cut it off again for him like if that's what you want to do fine that's still stupid but
2: but at least you'd be just
1: don't use your thumb
2: yeah (laughs) anyway just don't use excalibur in your fight with lancer afterwards
1: yeah yeah if if you want to die honorably so badly even though uh, her enti- her, in her mind her entire country's future is riding on her winning this fight mm-hmm. apparently it's more important to lose to Lancer <laughs> anyway <sighs> the servants uh, the like trio of servants and Waver and Eerie all gather up again to make a plan uh, Ryder is going to trap the monster in uh, his mar- uh, noble phantasm to buy them some time Act 10-4, Gil and Berserker fight. Wait, real quick. Or, yeah, yeah, I'll say this in a sec. Gil and Berserker fight a lot more. Then Berserker sees Saber
0: and gets distracted. Yep. you going to say something, Fab? Um, I, yes. Just that, uh, uh, Eerie and Waver are incredibly lucky that Sola cares too much about her bond with Lancer. Uh, to order her to her him to spell? kill them. Yes. To do anything while their servants are off, like yeah. fighting. Yeah, he's not uh, standing just next standing to Kiri there. And, Garg, uh-huh.
2: and she could have just been like wipe him out.
1: And... That is pretty funny. Yeah. Um Kary is dying. He's like spitting up blood in the anime and all this shit. Tokiomi, Well he gets blasted off the, the roof, right? But yes. This is Tokiomi's like, This is a mercy, and then mm. like shoots a fireball at him. Tokiomi deeply boring magic. Rin's mm-hmm. like I have to detonate gems uh in order to cause explosions of elemental damage. Kind of cool. Yeah. He just waves a big stick around like he's a like he's fucking Gandalf and fire comes out.
2: <laughs> well I mean this well, is... also Ga- the Gander shot that's yeah. always fun.
0: Yeah. Um yes, this is the fun thing about Rin is that uh her gems are a uh like resource man
1: like, yeah like a limited resource thing and he's um, just got like a wizard staff yeah it's yeah. like it makes sense he had more time to prepare for this but it doesn't mean it's fun to watch it yeah. just means he's like casting fireball like he's a D wizard uh-huh. you know
0: it also does yes it also seems like oh right his attribute is probably fire i guess seems that way uh, bugs that's don't all do all good does. unless
2: he's, is he's unless he's like ren and has the attribute of all elements
1: he can't yeah, be that cool yeah yes no, <laughs> this is the so. problem <laughs> so uh Kari is on fire and he screams i'm gonna kill you to Tokiomi, and then he falls off and Tokiomi's like he's definitely dead for real
2: both... i'm not gonna go look and check definitely <laughs> yes. not a problem both this
0: scene and the one where uh ryanosuke dies mm-hmm. uh i think work better in text yeah because you don't need a like uh 30 second long scene of them getting out their line yeah uh that is just like it yeah, yeah. i i understand that this is how visual mediums work mm-hmm. is that sometimes time is like weird but it is very funny watching uh watching what's his name mm-hmm. I, Karia, Karya. um just like Beyond laying fire. on the fence, <laughs> as he like <laughs> yells out his final words, and then or quote unquote final. Uh-huh. Um,
1: I do like this bit again at the end here, where Tokiomi like is finished with this and He's like, "What that guy even want?" <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, "He's so." I completely... don't understand why was he so upset about Sakura. it Doesn't yeah. make any sense. It's like
1: he's forgotten that sakura came <laughs> up at the beginning of this. Yeah.
2: You know what I mean? It's really fun.
1: It's like so completely disconnected from any kind of reality. <sighs> okay. Saber, Erie, Waver, and Lancer are trying to come up with a plan uh, for terrible. what to do. Then, uh, because they're all incompetent and a real man needs to step in, they get a phone call from Kiritsugu. Uh, Erie can't use a cell phone uh, and needs to pass it over to the closest approximation of a man in the room waiver <laughs> uh this is uh this is possibly rude to lancer but i don't care about being rude to lancer
2: everyone can be rude to lancer i mean um uh,
1: kiritsugu uh asks if Ryder can drop the monster at a specific spot apparently apparently there's like a hundred meter radius uh that you can like drop the thing out of the
2: uh, reality yeah, marble in this. Cir- it's like your cell phone. You know, you got the circle it tells uh-huh. you uh-huh. where you're dropping it.
1: Why? Why does he want it dropped in a particular place?
2: Uh So there's nothing to hit with Excalibur behind it.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I feel like Saber could just walk to a place
0: where she would. Yeah, but this demonstrates that Waver has knowledge and is cool.
1: Well, like, like again that's p- also kiritsugu it's to demonstrate kiritsugu has knowledge and is cool because he comes up with that plan <laughs>
0: yeah but he asks the, the question ask and weaver writers. has a moment of like oh right uh-huh. like putting together everything that he knows and like has mm-hmm. studied he figures out that yeah yeah
1: um right and he also kiritsugu also Rats out Saber.
0: Yes, and he's like the the sorry, okay. um, but the anime the the scene of uh Waver saying yes in the anime. He's like, yeah, probably this is fine.
2: I think, <laughs> <laughs> um, which is yeah, it's like he's good. trying to remember his notes on reality marbles yeah, yeah. from first it's year. That's good
0: delivery.
1: Yes, go rats out Saber. Everyone's like, Saber, why the hell are you, were you hiding this from us? It's really stupid to hide this from us right and she's like well i didn't want to cheat at my lancer duel that's coming up and he's like well i'm smarter than you so i'm just gonna break my spear and release that curse Mm -hmm. great yep saber once again the stupidest person in the room Mm -hmm. uh yeah saber's like okay fine i'll go do it and she runs out and then berserker starts uh doing a strafing run on her Uh, let's see that's uh the now we're on act ten
0: dash five How far do you think uh there's a there's a uh, machine gun on the front of the plane how far do you, into the water do you think that those bullets go design probably
1: moving pretty fast i I'm surprised uh we didn't get an estimate of that <laughs> yeah so that's a good point I was just like at it's some point M-61 I was like sixty one auto cannon and even servants can't keep up with it fan
0: yeah yeah. <laughs> what were you saying i was just like at some point it it, i guess yes this is the thing a saber can't uh can't swim so she couldn't just drop to the bottom of the the no. water but no she would uh, drown
2: like I, I, she couldn't she just like temporarily drop and then reactivate her enchantment yes. and then pounce like shoot right back up
1: does yeah. she yes this is the question is when say if saber goes under the water and then reactivates her uh, her protection of the Lady of the Lake, does she fly up to the surface of the water, or can she just walk on the level of water that she is
2: currently at while still <laughs> drowning? Well, could she walk up it like it stairs? Then? There's,
0: there's a little mm-hmm. air meter just, like, ticking down.
2: <laughs> it's the Sonic the Hedgehog sound.
0: Uh-huh. <sighs>
1: um. Okay. So, Gil is chasing Berserker, trying to get his attention back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Berserker, sh- Gil didn't know he could shoot missiles backwards. Uh, a bunch of missiles come. Gil gets shot down. Or yeah, cha, but it explodes. Yeah, but it's, yeah.
2: it's flares that turn into bombs because they've been supercharged by yes, his enemy. Yeah.
1: Um, he's trying to shoot Saber. Uh and then Lancer tries to intervene. This is this is in the. Uh, I don't really. I skimmed a lot of this. I'm from being honest in the book. But in the show, Lancer just dematerializes and appears on, as if teleporting, appears on the plane. This is this is very silly. Yes. This is very silly. This is not how spirit form works. <sighs> What's the point of Assassin if everyone can teleport? Lancer got ups, I guess. <laughs> a- Berserker too. At, like, fucking mock speed?
0: These well, white like boys it. can jump <laughs>
2: Well, we, you know, Lancer, we know is the best at spirit forming through things, so it's, it's, much true. it's true. But La- Lancers
0: are defined, shoot through that window at like <laughs> 300 miles an hour. Lancers are defined by two traits one is hovering in spirit form, and the second is awful luck. Yeah. Hmm. So Lancer tries to stop Berserker. Berserker mm-hmm. jumps off his plane but tears a gatling gun off of it. Okay. Lancer stabs his magic nullification spear into the plane, uh but Berserker is so cool that he grabs the gun off at the very last second before. Uh
1: Yeah, it's great. Um, So he's like flying through the air with a Gatling gun and then Gil comes back and shoots him down again.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Great. Because Saber can't Can't fight for herself at all. No.
1: Nope. You know, Saber, famously unable to use any ranged attacks, except for the two ranged attacks that she has.
0: Uh, well, in the anime, she's already gotten rid of the wind. And you know scabber. what? She fucking shouldn't have, so that yes. she could have shot it.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. awful ta- I will admit, awful tactical decisions is a defining feature of Saber in Fate Stay Night as well yes this bad
0: okay but part of that is her frustration with shiro just yeah not wanting to win the war
2: (laughs) she's working with a master never wants to engage
0: yes so
1: rider drops the monster where uh kiritsugu has marked saber fires excalibur uh, Giles, in his final moments, realizes that, uh, it's that something, something beautiful and holy and pure, and he was making a mistake this whole time, and then he gets erased.
2: Mm-hmm. And he sees Jo-Navark for half a second.
1: This is so contrived. Uh, I-I rarely like it when a, uh, deeply evil freak man, in his final moments, is like, you know what? I was a good man once, and wow, I guess I didn't do good at the end there. Wow. <sighs> if only i could have been good you know this happens like to so many guys like this happened with roa this happened with way egregiously in my opinion with uh uh zoken you know Mm -hmm. what i mean oh yeah um and but here what is Giles? Giles is nothing
2: (laughs) i'm like this is roa has a like a personality and like is an interesting character yeah (laughs) like
0: i hated roa at the time but Roa has more interesting stuff going on than this. Roa and Zoken have more interesting yes. stuff going on than this because both of them had an ideal at some point. Mm-hmm. Giles's the- ideal, as far as I can tell, is uh murder children.
1: Likes like, Joan of Arc,
0: presumably because of
1: the myth of uh, like the story of Gita Ray. Not Giles. I just realized we're calling him Giles. Oh, man. right, Guidera. Ray Um was originally a holy man, so presumably he had ideals at some point. But yeah. like But There has been no Yeah, there's no setup for that. Yeah. And again, Zero's just trying to do too much with too many characters. Yeah. Like you can't not every character can get a pathos send off, you know? Yes. Uh they didn't even try with Assassin, but again, they treat Assassin less like a human being than they treat Caster.
3: Mm hmm.
0: Anyway ben is very dismissive of the next bit i liked it more than the king's banquet but uh,
1: oh same this i mean it's this this a low bar
0: it's a low yep. bar um i guess this does
1: like underline a problem with what i think the problem that i have with Ryder talking to and about saber versus how shiro talks to and about saber right because uh we get this bit between Gil and Ryder. and uh they talk about how beautiful Excalibur is and how, and Ryder's like, it's really tragic and sad that uh, she's carrying the weight of all of these people's expectations on her shoulders and uh, never got to be a, like a human being, basically. Mm-hmm. And Gil's like, and that's what makes it sexy, because he has this like huge <laughs> millstone around his neck of having to be like uh, grotesquely horny about Saber every time he opens his mouth.
2: Look, it's his characterization from Fate Stay Night. We got it. drive towards it as fast yeah. as we can.
1: And then we get the the bit of Ryder being like, Gil, you suck. And it's like, where was this earlier, bud? Yes. Um. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, but. OK. And this is where I realized Ryder's younger than mm-hmm. Saber. So this mm-hmm. like paternalistic, experienced, older man telling her how sad her life is when she's older than him and also lived her life also and is fully aware of how much it sucked. hmm. So let me get this out. Shiro is also younger than Saber. (laughs) Yes. But what say what Shiro is doing is talking to her as a peer who understands what she's going through because he's the same kind of guy. Yeah. Ryder is a different kind of person who's like, your problems are stupid, bud. Have you simply tried having different problems? Have you simply tried being a different person? Uh, it worked for me. (laughs) And it just comes off as this like, like yeah, this like paternalism, right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I'm I'm the man here, and I get to tell you what's wrong
0: with your life and it's really sad that you couldn't figure it out yourself well and and the thing is is that shiro yeah shiro is proven wrong Mm -hmm. by that route Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. he is he is partially right in that saber deserves to have a human life Mm -hmm. in addition to what but shiro is proven wrong in the sense that like he is wrong about saber not being uh, someone who can fight alongside him and like yeah. who it, who has more combat experience in a bunch of ways. He is wrong about Saber,
1: and in a broad sense, and, he is wrong in that. Sure, she deserves a human life, but her life has ended. Yes, and yes. at the end of that route, she dies. Yes. Yep. You know, um, and that's like the most. That is the the like beautiful, uh, like tragic, uh, but proper
0: end for Saber. Yeah, and we get none of that with Ryder. No, it How really like at every turn the narrative is like yeah well, maybe he's right though he
1: truly does not even begin to understand her yeah he has like this like armchair understanding of her myth in the way that it feels like Urobochi she kind of has like a armchair like vague understanding of what saber's deal is mm-hmm. and then he just mouthpieces that and then uh we speed run the fate route for no reason
0: the the specific thing that i like here is um rider disliking saber after having yes after having actually seen who she is Mm -hmm. uh and almost like yeah he he sees her and is like oh wow she's so idealistic Mm -hmm. like that is a that is an ideal that i could never live up to Mm -hmm. and that is terrifying uh which is way more substantive than i don't know you're a girl just
1: yeah i guess the way that i read it was like the way that it seemed to me was like he didn't change his opinion here he's like it really is the way that i called it immediately on talking to her for three seconds you know what i mean and it's like it doubles down it's better here because we get to see something other than him just ragging on saber for ill-defined reasons right yes but i don't think it's good i guess is what i'm getting no
0: to. no because there's like half a sentence that i like and then he is immediately like but it's bad because she's a little girl and yeah, i'm like a okay, little no, girl no, thing is... right back off of. yeah.
2: yeah he just pities her now too yeah that's the only added thing Mm-hmm.
1: and then uh the book ends with uh gil uh uh thinking about enkidu from uh the epic of Gilgamesh for a minute yep mm-hmm yeah we don't really get anything about that i guess if you want to learn more go read the epic of gilgamesh (laughs) he includes some like uh like really romantic lines from the epic of gilgamesh from enkidu's death uh uh which -hmm. is very funny um it's also yeah but like it doesn't really do anything here right like what do you what why gil has like very little depth here and like i think you could do really fun stuff with ink do and hopefully they do in the future uh, seems like a rich ground to like mine you know what mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. but yeah nope. that's it that's it well the anime goes a little further right but
0: we're not going yeah, to that. the anime
2: has has at least one more scene that can... is Wait. from the i think the next part of the book what let me put a marker in what is Emerus, what did happen i forget <laughs> Uh, Kotamine comes and uh, heals Karia. Uh, uh, right. Oh, right, right, right.
1: I guess we did already lampshade pretty hard that Karia is not dead. Do you want to
0: just keep this in? Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah, Karia's fine. We're not cutting that. I, so I you... thought for sure that he died here. Nah. Uh, and then oh. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I guess he's still alive. Yeah, it's uh, classic Kotamine shit. He's like,
1: well, he's going to die here, but...
2: It'd be more fun. It, it'd, be <laughs> it'd be funnier. It'd be funnier if he, if he came back. Yeah. Uh, Tokiomi assumes he's dead, so it'll be funny when he, to see what how he reacts when he shows back up. This is very
1: funny, though, because if, if Karya did show back up, Tokiomi would be like, oh, weird. And then he would, like, swat him again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, oh, okay, yeah. It's
1: not like he tried
2: during that fight. Mm-hmm. Why are you here again? I really don't remember. You explained it once and I forgot immediately. Oh, oh, it's, um... <laughs> oh, what's his
1: name? What's his face? Hey, what's his face? <laughs> it's good to see you again. <laughs> yeah, um... Yeah. That's... The first half of, uh, volume three, right? Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, yeah. These fights were boring uh <laughs> yeah the anime uh we were we were doing this as a group watch didn't transcode well i'm so sorry. <laughs> completely incomprehensible to watch yeah, but also I, I don't think that they're that fun to watch in the first place conceptually very funny but like mm-hmm. there are some good moments mm-hmm. conceptually yeah
2: there's some well animated parts
1: yeah yeah but it's just like maybe it's i think i liked the berserker gill fight the first time a lot more because i was so like thrown off by the concept of a like black knight who's surfboarding a bomber jet mm-hmm. and fighting a babylonian ufo That's shooting well,
2: that shooting that is consorts as
1: <laughs> artillery
2: yep. uh, it is better funny heat that heat seeking no, go ahead oh, so better heat seeking so it's seeking
1: it is funny that the the uh, arc has no weapons because gil just shoots things with his mind yes uh that stuff's funny but like once the novelty of it is worn off and it's like I've I, it just doesn't yeah. like have much else behind it. Yeah. Unless yeah, you're
2: you like dogfight. fifteen fights. minutes of it.
0: Yes, this is the thing is this is half of the book and it's four episodes, and it feels like four episodes. Oh yeah. So uh I
1: continue to be deeply underwhelmed by Fate Zero.
2: Yeah. yeah. Like I said, coming back to it, I'm like, wow, this is the worst uh nasu thing i've uh experienced so far
1: not like we, this is also a thing as a uh, uh, friend of the pod Catherine uh has been just dis- talking about how what of zero is like uh from nasu and what if it's from urobochi and i don't want to get into that stuff especially not when Catherine isn't here because uh mm-hmm. one i don't really know what Catherine's sources are even though i trust Catherine. <laughs> sorry Catherine. yeah uh, I'm sure i don't she's, she's i don't want to repeat them second hand you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh but I do think, from the sounds of the pieces that uh Catherine has said like are like Nasu and from the the even the things that Nasu said in the post phase from the first book, I don't think I would like this if Nasu wrote it either. I would probably like the moment to moment prose more and maybe I would like some of the like broad strokes better. But this again, it just feels like a bad project
0: yeah i th- yes mm-hmm. uh i do trust nasu to not have gil and Ryder's soul complaints with saber be that she's a little girl he's uh i guess
1: the but thing is that the two of them yelling at saber was nasu's idea was initial pitch for for zero yes i just no, sure I, that I, I just mean that i think it would be more interesting yes but it would still be yeah. two men screaming, yeah. yelling at Saber yeah. or like leering at Saber because Nasu was the one that wrote Gil being a creep in the first place. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Would but you... Nasu, I don't know, he might have done a better job of having Saber actually say anything back rather than just staring yes. <laughs> at them like she's terrified.
1: I can't, I can't deny that. Um, I'm, not, I'm just saying, I'm not saying I don't that... know that I would be that much higher on it. I'm not saying that it would be oh, good. Great. I just, <laughs> I I do think it would be better. Uh. I'm not. I'm just not an Urobochi head. Like I like Psychopath
2: or... season one. I've got to watch Madoka sometime. But
1: okay, yes, this is the this is the trick. Uh, Urobochi's trick is that I love Madoka still, <laughs> but Madoka is a collective project, not it, just. It's like uh, Madoka has a bit like in in the middle, in the like uh, uh, somewhere between the 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 like halfway point and the two thirds point uh which is like so uncut urobochi that i'm like oh he word for word wrote this scene (laughs) (laughs) uh and then the rest of it is like oh yeah i'm sure and also homura is like so extremely uh just kitty to go yes with with a more interesting motivation um but then so much of it is like so different than what i feel like urobochi would this urobochi would write Mm -hmm. that you feel that it's not just him right yeah Zero yeah. could be better if he had an uh, editor that wasn't, like, Nasu being starstruck and being like, oh, yeah, do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, thumbs up. It's like, yes, he, uh, it's cool that Nasu let him write whatever he wants. He still should have had, like, uh, maybe another ed- person to edit it or something like
0: that. Cause... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, this, yeah, this truly feels like a doujin work that mm-hmm. was published by Type Moon. <laughs> And that's kind of kind of types Moon's vibe at times. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: And that's mm-hmm. okay. But again, sometimes it works out better than this. <laughs> sometimes it works out better than this.
2: That's... Sometimes you get plus disc instead.
1: Sometimes you get what plus disc? Plus oh discs. yeah. Oh plus disc. I love plus disc. What, what a great, great side story. <laughs> I can't wait until. Uh. Uh. I, I wonder. Shh. I wonder if it'd be more fun to read uh, Getcha and the stuff about Yumizuka's route bef- right before going into her route in Red Garden, or after.
0: Mm. Try both. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I oh, what if we got a plus disc remake? <laughs> uh, that'd <be> I <laughs> that would be too beautiful for words. <laughs> Alternatively, have... is what's her name going to show up in Red Garden? Probably not. Oh, the little creature, oh, yeah. Uh, keyhouse crush, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. what's uh, her what's, name?
2: What? I know her name. She's uh, Seo. Seo, yes. yes.
1: Oh, I wish it would be so great and if she got, showed up. Got She's got not gonna thirty-year-old
2: but... fake shiki too.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. I don't need. Yeah, here's the beauty of those things is I don't need them to be remade because they're really good. Yeah, yeah, they're. That and there. the the other thing there, I did say things plural was uh the like side stories from uh kigetsu Toya that we liked
2: and like mm-hmm. yeah speaking of those i i realized when rereading this one that uh kiritsugu is just uh um shiki's uh real dad
1: kiri mm-hmm. naniya kiri
2: no, no, yeah, naniya yeah they the, are uh,
1: like he's <laughs> and he's also a uh, gun god from notes
2: yep. <laughs> it's, it's
1: just the same guy <laughs> who is also just kaji from evangelion but with like more combat power yeah (laughs) this is not totally true gun god is that but like uh kiri and then kiritsugu lose charisma each time they're copied Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. i can't i cannot believe that kiritsugu fucks (laughs) i can't believe that he can get through fucking without just breaking down into tears (laughs) yeah Kaji, you know Kaji fucks.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Unfortunately.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Do we have anything else to say about this?
0: We are part of the Abnormal Mapping Network. (laughs) Uh, Go listen to other Abnormal Mapping pods. Mm -hmm. That bochi beach house finally dropped. Yeah, oh, I know it's I very funny that.
1: that we've been hyping it up. I think they uh, are cooler on it than I
0: was, but um, Bochy's still good. Yeah, you know, it was good. The okay, here's the thing: is I think that there are some shows which greatly benefit from a weekly watch mm. or like spacing it out because it's like, oh, what fun, uh, what fun thing are they going to do this week? Yeah, uh, rather than just oh yeah i watched a bunch of it and it does a bunch of cool stuff but it all kind of ran together yep um
1: this is why even when we're watching stuff that is not uh weekly anime we pace it uh every like two or three episodes every week
0: yeah yeah um, it's fun to sit with things yeah yeah it's fun to sit with things but you know the places go listen to
1: it i can't imagine listen to us uh yeah. uh armchair judge what the Bochi beach house is based on conversations in the abnormal mapping discord <laughs> just go
0: listen to that i am gonna listen to it i just uh-huh. have been uh-huh. busy and it released uh a day before Friday. we're recording this episode mm-hmm. so um I c- yeah i can't imagine binging sunny boy there's so many bits that are like mm-hmm. oh i'm glad that we took two weeks off and monkey baseball t- fan Monkey baseball is an all time episode. <laughs> um hmm. Precure had a baseball episode with the gayest two girls I've ever seen in a pre cure episode. Wow. Um uh great moments mm-hmm. in that. Uh anyway. What else do we say at the end? I uh Fenn, where can people find you on the internet? Sunday morning, twelve fifty five, twelve something. It's it's Fenn's bedtime right now. You did, you held up really well. past my bed yeah, You did good. I held and up. Drank because, caffeine though. Yeah, I had delicious yeah. green tea, and then I had a cup of uh, iced coffee. Yeah. And, um.
2: Yeah, I had
1: a black tea and two espressos.
0: <laughs> um.
1: I did not have any caffeine now. Uh, but this is this is my prime time. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh,
0: where can people find me? Fennec.moe. Yeah, that'll go somewhere. Yeah, where you may or may Super not be able to. Discord see
1: yeah yeah uh ask someone for uh access to the fate moon archive discord it's a little bit of a at this point like we don't get a lot of people joining so it's a little bit of a click uh a, a <laughs> slash yuri book club but you know we'll we we'll, we'll take all comers i've read a lot of yuri recently uh yeah you could just like if you want yuri recommendations you just go to our uh yuri tea time channel in our discord and scroll up and you'll get hundreds <laughs> Of
0: recommendations, <laughs> recommendations and non-recommendations, <laughs> yes, <laughs> and warnings. Um, where can people find you, Emrys?
2: Uh, you can find me on the uh super secret Discord. You can find me on the abnormal mapping Discord, where I'm um, Emris. Uh, I have a Twitter. I barely use it, so you can check me out there. But there's really not much to see. Um, do you have? A,
1: do you want to plug the handle?
2: Ah, uh, sure. It's at Emrys Norius uh, with an underscore. So. Emris underscore Norius, N-O-R-E-A-S. And uh if in a couple months I'm going to be on a novel not new coming out, in I think either January or February. That's slightly. Oh before. hell yeah. Heck yeah. So that'll be fun. And if you want to go back to abnormal mapping, I'm on a couple of Metroid Prime episodes and a fantasy star episode.
1: Hell yeah. Metroid Prime's good. Yeah. Good game. Um where can people find you, Ben? You can find me on Twitter at benends or at Doomgender to see me. I have not tweeted in a long time. Uh uh but I tweet occasionally about the visual novel I'm working on. I've been uh pretty sick lately. Um Mhm. I I ended up in the emergency room. I'm fine, it seems, although I've still got some, like, lingering stuff that's uh, fucking me up. So, reckless sympathy dev has been slowed down a little bit by that, but the first part should still come out uh, at the beginning of November is basically what I'm shooting for now. I am in the middle of writing the script for part two. It's really cool, but uh, I haven't been feeling well enough to work on it, so that's a bit of a bummer. Mm -hmm. You can also find me on co-host at Ben Enns. Fen, where can we find the
0: show? Uh... Crying actually at gmail dot com for for emails. For emails. Uh you can email questions, comments, praise. Mm-hmm. We love all of these. Even if I don't read them on air, we do read all of the emails mm-hmm. that we get. Um You can find the show at Crying rules on Twitter or Moon Archive. Mm-hmm. Co host. Fate dash moon dash archive, isn't it? Is it?
1: Fan, you made it <laughs> i thought it was fate dash moon dash dash archive
0: uh let's see oh right um yeah it i great question
1: you'll find it on... <laughs> try both of those and you know it should be pretty obvious which is which um and if you wanted to how about this i'm gonna make a deal with you listener i assume there must be some people out there that are listening to us that are like what the fuck are they talking about the king's banquet rules and fate zero is good dumbasses if you leave a five-star review on apple podcasts you can complain about our zero opinions and uh i'll read them on the show how's that sound that sounds great uh you can yeah. bitch a uh, bitch about me uh ragging on Ryder all you want as long as you read a, leave a
0: five-star review or, if you don't leave a five-star <laughs> review I ain't reading that. Uh or you could leave a five star review and agree with us and tell us what your king type is. Even better.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'll read that too.
2: Um... Oh, and on co host, you are fate-moon.archive.
1: Wait, okay. fate-moon dot archive?
2: Dash archive. Two dash Okay.
1: Fate dash moon archive. Mm. Fate dash moon slash archive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: uh is that everything what are we doing next time yes we have to next do time we are doing uh two more episodes of the anime however you want to count them uh two after the last one we left off <laughs> that's a really, really funny straightforward yet still confusing <laughs> way to say it fan. um let's say episodes three and four of season two okay that's how i want to do it uh and we are doing acts 11 and 12 finishing volume three Yes, and I guess in the afterward of, yeah, and the afterword of... Yeah, in the Um We'll probably also do the next uh, CL Sensei's Lesson slash uh, Tiger Dojo slash... I think we should just do them all, man. Oh, they're so... I don't want to do them all again. But I don't
1: want to have to yeah. watch them
0: three more times. We'll do them in the watch party, so it okay, won't be that big of a deal.
1: You really want to end the watch party like we're having a wake, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean... Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, Emers, you'll be joining us next time, barring any unforeseen uh, circumstances that means you can't make yeah, it.
2: Yeah, my availability is kind of limited, but I'll let you know what I have available and we'll see if I can make it.
1: Sounds okay. good. Do you have any ideas for Yuri Tea Time?
2: Uh, you could make us watch either.
1: the other two uh, Equestria Girls movies if you wanted to.
2: I could, but uh, I, I hit the one I really wanted to hit. So That's fair. Um, If I think of something good, I'll let you know
0: Uh uh-huh uh-huh we're also doing plain song christmas special
2: ah you you don't want to do it Yep. (laughs) you sure are (laughs) i read it for this week because i thought we were doing both this week oh Oh, no i'm so sorry
1: well at least you have less homework (laughs) for next time
4: Mm
1: -hmm. uh yes and for are we covering anything else uh no anime I might mention, uh, I'm, I might start the uh, uh, Bloom into You uh, uh, light no- novel series uh, about Sayako, the uh, side girl, lesbian girl. Uh, if
0: you actually get the whole try to get through the first volume of that as well. Yeah,
1: I'll let you know if it actually sticks and I start making my way through. I do really like that character, so I'm kind of jazzed to read it. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe I'll mention that, but don't expect a like in depth thing about it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, maybe I should save that for a Lauren episode or even katherine you know what i mean because mm-hmm. i know katherine likes sayaka
0: a lot sayaka's great yeah um we'll say you're out for that we'll put it in the episode description if we figure out something yep else but uh yeah i think that's it one day let's meet in the digital sea <laughs>
1: okay you start recording too i imagine since you've got kids sleeping over there i imagine clipping isn't going to be an issue
2: (laughs) hopefully not or i might have a issue you you
1: might have to take a little break (laughs) Um, okay okay um god we're just coming off of watching the zero like dvd extras for like 30 minutes and i'm like
0: man i'm sorry am i talking about extra
1: or Extra. Oh, I'd yeah, be what? so excited to talk about Extra.
0: Hey, Ben, you know what's good? Millennium Actress <laughs>
1: compared to Fate Zeros. Okay, okay. Do you want to do a clap? Oh, yes. Yeah,
2: Time dot is okay. slash trust.
1: Right. Emerson, have you been on a podcast before? You haven't been on our podcast.
2: No, I've been on a couple of abnormal mappings. Ah. But that's it. And uh, GGP ones. Mm -hmm, during mm -hmm. the destiny uh
1: i was gonna say was it during their like (laughs) grim march through destiny
2: (laughs) yep second to last uh episode
1: wow really was it like i i've not listened to those episodes because i'm pretty far behind on gundam was it like the vibe of a a grim march towards death or was it like we're
2: almost done hell yeah uh more more of the latter okay good good all right, At so, least from, from Jackson. Uh M was checked out. Uh <laughs> ah, M was just like, not there. That makes sense.
1: Um okay. Go to time.is. Yep. Are you there?
0: Mhm. All right, Fen, When do you want to do it? Uh give me one sec. Fen's texting. No, I'm turning off my alarm. So it doesn't go off in 45 minutes. Uh <laughs> 31. Alright. Cool. NRS, you clapped?
1: I did. Discord sound cancels it, so I can't hear it, so I just make sure. I'm sure that will be close enough. Okay. Now, the next thing is the notes.
2: That's a lot of notes.
1: This is, like... Uh, usually my notes cap into, like, the 10k per episode. This is, like, 2k notes. Mm -hmm. This is nothing, actually.
2: No, I'm saying for what happened in the episodes, that's a lot of notes. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Emerus, why are we we doing Fate
2: Zero? I have no idea. I mean, because it's part of the process, I guess.
1: Yeah, trust the process. Sometimes you have to go through hell to get to heaven. Uh, yeah, then, but we, you, you uh, hit that at Fate,
2: Hollow Ataraxia, and now you're, you're still, <laughs> still going.
1: <laughs> at least Hollow Ataraxia has a great ending. It does. At least Hollow Ataraxia has high highs. Fate Zero has, I mean, like, uh, scenes where I'm like, wow, I didn't hate that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, how does it feel to know that your first thing you covered is the best thing and everything's been downhill from then?
0: Was Tsukihime comes back <laughs> at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I am I'm remake, remake is gonna be better than original. Oh, yeah I'm I'm but original
1: I'm sure. has its own special charm, so. yes, Yeah. Yes. I know. It can never yeah. be rep- replaced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about that I can write down in the Yuri T Tem Notes
0: fan? Uh wait, uh plain song.
1: Oh right, plain song.
0: Truly, it was a plain song. And seasonal it was anime. Oh,
1: we have to mention next season anime.
0: Winter? Yes. Winter 23? Is that the...
2: I don't Wait. know how it works. Is it? Yeah, winter it's 24, it? technically. Right?
0: Wait, it's...
2: I mean, it starts in end of December. Or when is the actual... I guess and I'm thinking the, the season's, season's on now.
0: On, oh, sorry. It's fall. Fall 23. <laughs> this
2: is fall 23?
0: Yes. It is fall. I guess
1: that makes sense.
0: I was like, I think winter is the January season. But, um, okay, so and yes, winter is the January season. Anime.
1: Which is, uh,
0: what, what is. Oh, it? do you want to type out all of these, Ben?
1: Freyrin? Yeah, well,
0: I, I need them because I have okay. to type
1: them out anyway. Sorry.
0: Freyron, Arknights.
1: We're only going to mention. Okay,
0: Freyron, Arknights, Wadaoshi. Sixteen bit sensation sorry, I'm I'm on a different page. I can't see when you're done typing, so um uh Hikikomari. Kyuketsuki no monmon. Mon. <laughs> uh wait, is that all the ones that oh Hoshikuzu Telepath? Okay. Otona precure. Autona? like adult adult pre cure uh, uh pretty derby
1: adult pre cure that sounds like an eighteen plus thing but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> and shy is that ten things is that nine things rather one two three four five six seven, eight, 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 eight. and uh I will briefly I will say one sentence about plastic memories. Okay. Also.
1: Okay. memories.
0: Okay. Okay. I think we're ready. That's
1: too many things.
0: I'm so sorry.
1: We're all going to need to be put down for a nap partway through this episode.
0: <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll get through it. We can do it. We can. I believe
2: it. in us. I mean, you can just say the battle rages and and skip two thirds of it. <laughs> That's
1: like zero. that. Truly is uh, the entirety of my chapter ten notes. <laughs> I like list. I think I like list the matchups and then move on.